This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com, giving you the features for free. Those other talk show hosts want to charge you for accessing their sites. We give ours away. Uh, All the features there uh, from the archives to the live streams to the webcam, it's all free. And the main purpose of the site actually allows you to influence some of the stuff we'll talk about here on these very airwaves by coming in there, uh, creating a free account, and then submitting uh, ideas, submitting show prep suggestions like news articles or videos or audio blog posts, etc. Whatever you think is interesting, whatever you think our listeners would enjoy. And then our other listeners will get to take a look at your submission, decide whether they like it or not, and they vote on it. You can vote on things uh, as well as to how you feel about it. And the most popular, uh, the most voted, well-voted stories will make it to the front page and the top of our website. And there's one of them uh, one of them there right now. Though, Mark, coming up later on, you've got something about BP and how cozy they've been with the uh, the federal government. But first, Maryville, and I believe this is Maryville, Michigan, or Marysville, Michigan, because we do have a Maryville uh, radio affiliate in Tennessee. I don't believe it's the same place. Uh, Maryville, Michigan, where police harass a couple of guys who are open carrying. This is from copblock.org. Rob Harris, 36, Scott Webb, 31, were just enjoying life, then going to a shooting range, dinner, and finally for a stroll in the park, according to the article on thetimesherald.com. It was when they were on their way out of a park, or the park rather, that they ran into Ron Buckmaster, Maryville's assistant police chief, and two other armed thugs. And according to the article, they were mistreated by the assistant chief, Ron Buckmaster, and are demanding disciplinary action and a written apology. (laughs) I bet you they're not going to get that. We'll (laughs) explain what transpired here. There is a recording of the confrontation, and we have some of it to, uh, to play for you. Between Buckmaster and the two men reveals a heated conversation in which the officer forced the two men to leave the public park for openly carrying holstered firearms. Joy Yearout, spokesbureaucrat for the Attorney General's office in Michigan, said anyone who's not a felon can openly carry a holstered handgun. It is If it is concealed, the person must have a concealed weapons permit, something that both Harris and Webb have. There are several places where... Carrying- so they have a concealed weapons permit and... Yes. There, uh, it's anybody could could carry open carry if they wanted to. Correct. However, they did not want to show the concealed weapons permit. They did not want to show their identification. To Why the should they? Bureau. Exactly. Well, they were asking for it, uh, and most people believe that if the cops ask for something, then there's a reason for it that they have to show it. These guys knew they knew better. Uh, so, as the uh, article points out, there are several places where carrying a gun openly is not legal, according to the bureaucrat. But that list does uh, that list does not include city parks. It includes places such as schools, banks, and churches. Huh. An amazing part of the story is back to copblock.org. Apparently the churches can't handle uh, enforcing their own uh, private property S- rules. Silly. Other than the clear power trip of the assistant chief is how poorly the Herald newspaper covered the story. Not once did they mention the officer's clear abuse of power, disregard for the law, and the lack of respect he showed throughout the encounter. And it's not really a surprise uh, that the paper would take that particular position. We deal with that stuff a lot here in New Hampshire, in the Keene area. We've had the newspaper reporting quite a bit recently on some of the middle school outreach that's been going on, and they just, they out and out, maybe it's not a lie, but it sure as all feels like it when they say that, 
Well, basically, none of the kids uh, appreciated that uh, the uh, they call us protesters, that the protesters were out uh, in front of the middle school and they take some quotes from some middle schoolers to prove it. And they completely ignore all the kids that are waving and taking uh, literature from us and and smiling and, and appreciating the fact that we're there. So, I mean, if you read the newspaper and you believe everything they say, then you Which is have, always a bad idea. Right. You'd have uh, this very skewed viewpoint of what's really going on. And so the same thing happened here in uh, Marysville, Michigan. So when the first uh, the the two men are first engaged by the assistant police chief Buckmaster, the wannabe gang leader as uh, cop block points out, they uh, he they, he insists that for the health and safety of others, we can tell people not to open carry firearms. Now, one of the brothers here, uh, excuse me, not brothers, but one of the friends, Rob or Scott, it's hard to tell which one is which on the audio. Uh, does a great job throughout explaining their stance and exercising their rights legally. After stating their points, Buckmaster says, If I see you here with those guns and we have a problem, clearly making a threat, which is the only thing they can do, intimidate. The thugs then break out the, well, I don't know you're a felon argument, stating that, well, I don't know if you're a felon, right? Yeah, I don't know if you're a felon. Uh, As argument. though that should matter, right? I, like the idea that um, that somehow having a gun in the hands of a felon, like a felon's gonna open carry Nimrod, mm. as though the the the, the felon uh, having the possession of a gun is the problem. No, anybody committing a crime with a gun, that's a problem. And somebody who perhaps is open carrying a weapon might be able to prevent that. Yeah, I want to get actually into the audio here. I just wanted to make sure I covered some of it because I cut a few, I cut a couple minutes out of the front where there's like a train going by and there's some stuff there that really wouldn't be too listenable. And so I just want to kind of bring you up to speed as to where we're picking up uh, in this conversation between the police officers. So they're in this uh, this park and they they're ordered to leave and they they are not so interested in just blindly following the order. They wanted to have a conversation with the officer about you know. Well, how is it you can do this? I mean, even but even by your own rules, it says that we can be carrying these guns. Well, how can you do this? And so he makes some crap up, and that's where we uh, we pick up the conversation. Okay. You don't want to cooperate with me? I'm not cooperating with you guys. I'm just asking you what the MCL is. Well, I'll tell you, you what. You can leave. leave and go to jail. I don't care. What are you arrested for? Uh, Which law are you going to arrest me for? Uh, uh, <laughs> did you hear that pause? <laughs> Arrest me for? Which law are you going to arrest me for? Disorderly. Disorderly, really? Yeah. It's always go. disorderly conduct. You, you didn't obey me. You, you you're disorderly because you didn't obey me. I, I told you to go jump in the lake. You didn't go jump in the right. lake. So you're going to get disorderly conduct. I told you to, to strip down naked and smear yourself with butter. And because I'm a cop, you're supposed to do it. <laughs> I mean, this is how ridiculous these guys yeah. are. This is how drunk with power these petty little tyrants can be. Uh, which law are you going to arrest me for? Disorderly. Yeah, I disorderly, don't enforce really. laws. Didn't you know that, son? <laughs> disorderly, really? Yeah. Just walking with a holstered firearm. What? You're being disorderly because you're not giving me ID? Oh! So it was. Then why papers. isn't there the law right. for not giving the ID? Why don't they? If why don't they have a law for that? They should. Th- the, lawmakers should throw out disorderly because the co- police just abuse the heck but out that's, of it. But no, they're not going to. The lawmakers aren't going to throw out disorderly. Well, if, they love the police. If you believed for a second that the government is there in order to protect people's rights, then you would believe that lawmakers uh, should throw this out. Ah, but that's not what they're there for. They're there to help their buddies uh, and punish their enemies, and their police are their little arm that they can do with things to people that they want to. 
And so they'll do whatever they want. The police will do whatever they want, and the legislator types will not – they will not be a remedy here. This, these guys will not be able to go to the legislature and get any kind of justice from them after the fact. And certainly the courts won't give a flip either, even though later on they point out that, look, you guys are breaking your own laws here. We'll get to that audio here uh, in a little bit. But, of course, they bring out the disorderly conduct. So it's not disorderly until the police decided to approach them and ask them for some identification. So it wasn't disorderly conduct. Uh, conduct up until the point where they decided they didn't want to go along with whatever the hell arbitrary demands the police came up with. Typical. We continue here. I don't, I don't have to provide ID. I have broken, okay. I have broken well, no laws. I'm not, well, driving, I'm I'm not driving a car. Well, and for safety of people here, since I don't know if you're a felon or not, I'm telling you you need to leave. But if he's a felon, <laughs> I mean, this, is, this doesn't make any sense. You're going to tell a felon who's carrying a, 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 a firearm to leave? Look, if the guy's breaking a law, then you need to jump on him and enforce and, and enforce that law. If not, you're just blowing smoke, pal. Well, and, and the uh, the guys here, one of the guys really corners this cop a little bit later on in the audio, and he does a really good job. Uh, some of it is just kind of the back and forth of, well, well, we're not required to do this. Uh, instead of asking questions and making statements, and of course the cop takes that as arguing, which technically it is, uh, 1-800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. But overall, they do a real good job of standing up for themselves. So we'll talk a little bit more about this. Play the, the remainder of the audio coming up here in a little bit. 800-259-9231, you're welcome to share your thoughts. Uh, maybe you've been involved in a similar situation. It's Free Talk Live. Bring up whatever you want. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, GBICs, XFPs, Zimpaks, and X2s, that are 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP, at up to 99% off list price. Memory Dealers can also offer customized solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs, in stock and ready to ship via overnight delivery. MemoryDealers.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. Enjoy all the features on the site for free, including our listening options. We've got live streams available around the clock, plus our listen lines give you an extra way to listen to those live streams by calling in from any phone that can dial long distance. And if you get free long distance, then you can listen free that way as well. Uh, Plus there's our webcam and our 79 wonderful radio affiliates. You can go to listen.freetalklive.com to take a look at uh, those options. That's listen.freetalklive.com. These days, just like me, most people include multivitamins as part of their regular diet. But with so much stuff out there, where do you start? Let's talk to Mike B. from uh, Hawaii about why Nature Bees, New Zealand's Nature Bee is better. Talk about in the nick of time. Okay, let me tell you something. You 100% agree. If you're a regular vitamin popper taking all kinds of stuff, let me ask you a little quiz. How many different supplements are you taking every day? Fistfuls of them, hundreds of dollars a month? Do you know what's in each one of them and how much? Do you feel any better for any of that stuff? And can you tell which of them really work? Well, I sure feel great now that I take my Nature Bee every day, particularly because I know that plant pollen contains all the vitamins and minerals I need for maximum energy. Yeah, I mean, why would you take fistfuls of other kinds of who knows what? Nature Bee's extra lift changes your day, your mood, will even help adjust that attitude. I'll tell you what, 
we found out now it's your turn. It's a power pack. All you need are two capsules a day, and away you go. So Nature Bee really does boost energy levels. And is there a real noticeable difference? You look in the mirror and you think, oh, my goodness, look at me. I'm telling you, heaps more energy is the bottom line. Sustained energy, better sleep at night, better digestion. And for your listeners on Free Talk Live, our best deal. Six-month supply of Nature Bee, only $99.95 plus delivery. That's a good deal already. We're going to bonus you three extra months for free. And don't forget, try this at a health food store. Money-back guarantee if you're not 100% satisfied with any Nature Bee product. Call today to order. Toll free to New Zealand, 1-866-834-8355. That's 1-866-834-8355. Or if you're among the tens of thousands listening to Free Talk Live online, Nature Bee is there at naturebee.com. Okay, everyone, come on, be just like me and do it. Give it a call. Give them a call at one eight six six eight three four eight three five five right now. It's eight six six eight three four eight three five five, or click on over to naturebee.com. All right, eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one is our number. We've been playing some audio here for you, and then we're going to go to your phone calls as uh, we roll through this. Uh, we've been playing some audio here uh, provided to us by copblock.org. You can go there and enjoy their excellent blog posts that are. Keeping folks up to date on what's going on with the outrageous uh, police state that is growing up around us here. And the cops basically just allowing power to go to their heads and treating people like garbage. In this case, it's a couple guys, uh, Rob Harris, 36 years old, Scott Webb in Marysville, Michigan. And they are carrying guns in a park, in a public park. Now, in Michigan, it's fully legal, as it is here in New Hampshire, as it is in a number of places, to open carry a firearm. You don't need a permit to open carry a firearm. But these guys have a permit anyway. However, they uh, they're also people who appear to understand their rights and uh, understand that they don't have to jump through every hoop that the cops uh, put up for them that uh, if the cops are demanding identification, they don't have to show it. And they understand that and they're standing on their rights and uh, that really upsets these police because the police in this case it's the assistant police chief uh, they're used to people just doing whatever it is they say. And so when that won't happen here, when they won't identify themselves, the cop trots out the old, well, how do I know you're not dangerous? Well, maybe the fact that we haven't shot anybody, maybe the fact that we're just here walking around in the park. And as you pointed out, Mark, why would any felon carry a firearm openly? How stupid would you have to be to do something like that? You'd have to be wanting to go spend 10 years in prison. They're really trying to create laws. The, the, The police are trying to create laws, essentially, you know, these arbitrary ones that they are enforcing themselves. Indeed. They chose it themselves, that we don't want people carrying guns in the park. It's legal, but they've decided we're going to treat it as illegal. We're going to hassle the crap out of anyone who does it yeah, law uh, man, and, law and violate their rights until they just give in and follow our laws that we just made up. Indeed, and this is uh, these are the same folks that will tell you when you say, look, man, why don't you just tell that teenager to toss that joint on the ground and um, you, know, you don't have to take him to jail. We're just following orders here. Yep. We, we're just enforcing the laws that handed down to us these same people will make stuff up they'll 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 use this uh this contempt of cop charge called disorderly conduct to get whatever they want oh, out he of admits uh, it. obedience he, out of he, people he admits uh that he's going to make something up here in a moment here's the audio we're voluntarily leaving we're not leaving because you're asking us to how about that well i'll tell you what you step back in here with the guns and you're going to jail under for what law, what law i just told you disorderly <laughs> disorderly you're just going to make that up Yep, because I <laughs> and you're going to jail under for what law? What law? I just breaking? told you, disorderly. Disorderly. You're just going to make that up. 
Yep. Yep, that's yep. Yep, John. That's how we do it around up. here in Maryville. <laughs> you see, I'll just tell you whatever the F I want make and you'll squeal. do it. That's right. Now dance, Johnny. Dance. <laughs> because I don't know who you are or if you're a convicted foul. I have all these people here need Yeah, to be but protected. see the thing is you have no there's no we need to break a law. What, but protected from what? Well, we were out at the middle school outreach today. We went back again, we've gone like three times this week. And we've been doing this in uh, here in Keene, New Hampshire, just reaching out to the kids and uh, giving them a School Sucks Project website, inviting them to go and visit that, handing out some of our flyers, that kind of thing. And the cops were there today. And I was like, well, they called the cops out a week ago, and then we came back, and we came back, and they didn't call the cops either time. And the cops were there before we were there. And I was like, what is going on here? And so Pete Ayer from MotorhomeDiaries.com, also from CopBlock.org, uh, Pete and Adam from CopBlock were already there, and Pete was apparently open carrying. So apparently someone had called the police because there's a man open car- There's a man carrying a firearm. There's a man with a gun. Outside of the school. And so even though Pete wasn't menacing anybody... They apparently called the police out to keep an eye on. They consider things. it menacing if you're if you have a gun on you and you're just standing there. That's menacing. Yeah. Well, no, luckily this is Keene, New Hampshire, and so they had a conversation with the cops and everything was cool. Like they didn't have to do anything. Or I think I've heard else. that the cops have to investigate. I mean, usually, I mean, in Keene they typically don't do anything other than they, just, yeah. hey, we were told to investigate. How they are you doing? Out. Are you robbing any banks? No. Okay. You but know. they did stand there and and watch the whole time, and uh, there were yeah. a couple of couple of the uh, the higher ranking cops, and two of two of my favorites. I uh, I like those guys uh, personally. They're really really nice folks, and I do like the fact that we're here in New Hampshire, at least in the the Keene section of New Hampshire, where the people that are doing the open carrying activism, which it's not really my bailiwick, it's not my thing, but I support people's rights to do it, of course, uh, where those people are really they're pretty much left alone by the cops. I, I don't know of any. I can't think of any. Any noticeable incidents? Never, where, not where in hassled. Keene. Uh, in Keene, I know there've been uh, some big ones in Manchester, right. oddly, which is a bigger city. I don't know if that's it. I mean, you yeah, would they think, have trouble out there, but we've never had, big... never once in the three plus years I've been here, has there ever been an open carrying incident? And Keene is considered more liberal than Manchester. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> go figure. So you'd expect it to to happen here, but the cop, the cops here get that one, and we've never had an issue, and I think that's good. But can you imagine? Can you imagine what would have happened if Pete Ayer were out in front of a school in Marysville, Michigan, with cops like this on duty? Most states. <laughs> and, you know, in most places where, I mean, they, the cops would have a conniption if somebody were, uh, were out in front of their, uh, their local schoolhouse with a firearm. Of course, nobody's in danger. The danger comes from the people that aren't, uh, you know, uh, openly carrying. It comes from the people that have intentions to harm and are just going to go ahead and do that. They're not going to just tote around a gun for a little while before they finally just start decide to start shooting. That seems pretty unlikely, doesn't it? Like, if you're going to go and shoot up a school, you're going to show up, pull out your firearm, and start doing your business, right? More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control. Bring it to me. We wouldn't be where we are without our amplifiers. Their $3 per month helps us spread Free Talk Live and gets them access to perks at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free. Take control of the airwaves. 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Dale. 
And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you all the features for free. One of those is uh, different ways for you to keep in the loop with the program. You can get news updates via your email box, Twitter, or Facebook. Just go to news.freetalklive.com to get signed up for one or all of those if you'd like. Uh, That's news.freetalklive.com. We're going to come back to the audio here in a moment. Let's go to the phones first, though. Uh, Joe's been waiting patiently in Florida. Joe, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Joe, what's on your mind tonight? Um, well, I have a debate. Which would be the better situation? Um, as you know, fear spreads like wildfire, and the, the cops and everybody else, government, is using fear. Um, so I was listening to you guys last night about the school sets project. Mm-hmm. What if you guys would have been standing there in Nazi-looking uniforms, with signs that say, crush free speech by order of H.R. 5175, or something like that, what do you think those parents would have been saying to you? Nothing they would have been defending free speech. But do you think that would wake people up faster, seeing something as shocking as that? I don't know. I, I love the idea of doing I a little tend, street I, theater. I, I Having a sign to, that says school sucks is pretty shocking, apparently, to a lot of people. <laughs> I, I tend to not like subtlety in, uh, in, in one's advertising <laughs> of any sort, simply because uh, it, it requires people to pay a deeper level of attention. Well, right. I, and, and I don't know if you heard, someone had a sign that said uh, it, was, it was supposed to be sarcastic, and it said um, uh, public school is great or something like that. And it was, almost every word was misspelled. Yeah. And a student came up and, to, and corrected one of the words. He said, that word is misspelled. It's supposed to be spelled this way. I don't remember the, the exact sign and which word it was. So apparently the kid di- first didn't grasp that it was supposed to be sarcastic. And, second, and then one kid actually came up and said, why are you saying that? You've got all the other, other signs that say school's bad. Why are you mm-hmm. saying it's good now? So one, uh, many kids did not grasp that it was sarcastic. And this one kid who corrected him obviously only noticed one misspelling out of a whole the sign three. full of them. Yeah. Uh, so, and you know, these are public school kids. <laughs> um, the, 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 actually, the first part b- worries me worse than the misspellings, that, that a kid is not able to just grasp the concept of sc- sarcasm. These are middle school kids, right? Yes, that's right. So okay. ages, uh, you know, 12 to 14, basically. You would think, I, it seems to, to me a kid 15. that age should understand sarcasm. Excuse me, no, middle school would be 11. I'm sorry, I'm way off. Uh, middle school would be like 10 or 11 to 13. I guess I see. I, I went in where I came from. They don't have middle school. Elementary straight to the high school. Hmm. Yeah, I, I came across. I've come across that problem because one of the the uh, the flyers that I, well the flyer that we hand out uh, is the warning flyer, and it says something to the effect of warning: uh, these are dangerous websites, stay away. Yeah, and then it goes through uh, a number of the local activist websites, and, and they took some took that at face value. <laughs> some of them, you know, some of them don't get it. It's not immediately obvious uh, right. to them that what we're doing is reverse psychology. And clearly, you know, why would the people who are here with the signs be handing out? Uh, papers that say don't go to their own website. So for some people, it's it's a little difficult to get it through their heads. But maybe then again, those are the people we don't really care that much about attracting anyway. I don't know if I want to just be so cavalier uh, cavalier about it. But I, I I love the idea of street theater, though. I think that's a great idea in general. I mean, I, know I think that- it's too easy. Uh, just just hearing what what's been said here, it's too easy for the uh, the newspaper, which loves to paint the the Free State Project and Free Keen in the ugliest light it can, to say they're. A bunch, bunch of, of Nazis. Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, but, yeah, but the establishment, the cops and all, they're going to think that you're helping them out. 
when in no. fact you're really trying to scare the people into seeing that they are losing their their you know HR fifty one seventy five is an actual bill they're pushing for uh, crushing free speech. Well, I don't. I've not heard about that. What is the uh, the proposal? Um, the proposal is um, without actually reading it to us. Well, it's it's to it's it's actually very similar to what Hitler the decree that the discriminatory decree that Hitler passed in 1933 that is going to uh, take out the people that oppose Obama. Going to take them out in what way? Well, uh, they're. Well, any way they choose. They can put them in prison. They can detain them. They can do anything for prolonged detention. Is this, is this the uh, national belligerent or enemy belligerent uh, yes, legislation? Yes, it's very similar to that, yes. Okay. It's not that same one, but it's one very similar to it. Yeah, so where basically if uh, they, you're saying something they don't like, uh, that right. you could be labeled as an enemy belligerent and then put in a prison cell. Hey, yep. thanks for the call. I appreciate hearing one from second. you tonight. I, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Although I generally support the idea of street theater. I think it's, uh, it's, a, it's a good idea, getting dressed up in costumes to make a point. I think that's, a, that's cool. Uh, I'm not creative enough to come up with costumes oh, and I had a, crafty. There were, you know, I don't know if you heard, there were some, there was some experiment, I believe it was federal, that Berlin had agreed to participate in where they put up cameras all over the place. Or Berlin, sorry, Berlin, New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. This is what I understood. And someone was wanting to protest those with street theater where they would have people stand in front of the cameras. The whole idea was to get about a dozen. He had a dozen different ideas for little for little short videos showing uh, little things with the founding fathers and, you know, holding up uh, holding up the ten, the Bill of Rights and different things like that. To the cameras, you mean? Yeah. In front of the cameras and for like half an hour Mm -hmm. or or, well, maybe it was I, I can't remember how long the period of time was. But the idea was that and then they'd rotate out so that each camera would see the same. You know, would see those, those uh, would see each of the different acts, and uh, it sounded like a great idea. I don't think anything ever came of it. I hope that some of these people with these great ideas come up here to New Hampshire and implement them. Well, he was them. in New Hampshire, right? Uh, well, I mean, yeah. just as a general statement, yeah. I hope that uh, some people come up and implement them because it's just not right for everybody. Not everybody's going to agree with uh, the type of activism you want to do, but some people will, and those people will likely come out of the woodwork to help you out if if that's what you're going to do. When you, when you're here in New Hampshire, that's how it works. If if you've got something you want to do and it's not being done. You just announce it, plan it, and people will step up if they think it's a good idea and help you out with it. Uh, so uh, 800-259-9231. We'll go back to the audio here. We started the hour out with this. It's uh, from Marysville, Michigan, where a couple of guys who are gun rights activists, they are out carrying their firearms openly in the park, just enjoying a nice day in the park. They didn't go with the intention of stirring anything up. Or anything like that. They were coming back from uh, some of their earlier appointments and they just decided to go to the park when the police decided to come out and start something with them uh, trying to demand they leave the park because, well, we don't know if you might be felons and et cetera, et cetera, all the uh, usual excuses. So we've got some of the audio here for you we're going to play. And uh, this is from the folks over at copblock.org. There's no, we need to break a law for you to have to even engage us. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not arguing. I'm trying to have a discussion with you. No, you're not. You want to argue. Now, when you, when you are making uh, declarative statements like that to a bureaucrat, they are going to take it as an argument, which is why asking questions... Oh, they'll take questions. your questions as an argument, too. That's if true, you but, stand up for your rights, then, yeah. he's, then you're arguing, I guess. If but, you stand up for what is supposedly your rights under their system... 
Right. So anytime you make a de- uh, declaration about what you believe their laws say, then they'll take that as arguing. You're right, Mark. They could take questions as arguing as well, but it's not as obvi- immediately obvious that a question is an, is an argument. Uh, so generally good to focus on asking questions, but it's hard when you're under pressure to do that. They do do a really great job here, though. Here we go. Okay. Okay. I don't know what your big thing is. Do I be a big man out here? Walk around with a gun on your hip? Oh, like I- you? Right. Exactly. <laughs> this, this, he said there's only enough room for one big man in yeah. this park, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's the one carrying a, he's carrying a gun around on his hip, too. Yep. How can... How? What he's the one of, swaggering around telling people what to do. What kind of cognitive dissonance do these people participate in? I don't know what your big thing is. Do I be a big man out here? Walk around with a gun on your hip? Oh, I'm cool. It's, 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 it's legal. It's no different than you wearing a hat and you wearing this colored shirt. Well, it's legal. That's it's legal. This hat can't kill somebody. Oh, but your, your hands couldn't kill somebody? I'm it's not no going to debate the issue. It's, no it's different. time to leave. You see these two on again with hands on? They go to jail. I just like to know what we're going to be arrested for. I told you, disorderly. You won't like me any of the parts I know? Walking along without having to bother anybody is not necessarily kind. We don't know if you're allowed to carry a firearm. We don't know That's if you're right. a felon. And, and, and by law, and I see your point. Trust okay. me, I truly do. Okay. But by law, you cannot stop and force and then, someone and then, to ID themselves then, for carrying a firearm in the open. And then my question is, if you have a CCW, why do you want to incite people to I'm come not work? Inciting people. We'll come back and talk about where this goes next. Uh, there's a little bit more, and this guy corners this assistant police chief here in a moment. Uh, it's really brilliant. More coming up. We'll share that with you and your calls as well about anything. Free Talk Live. Thousands of years ago, from the time of Moses to the time of Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and beyond, TrustedCoins.com brings you an incredible selection of authentic Greek, Biblical, Roman, and Byzantine ancient coins, all certified authentic by world-renowned numismatic expert, Ilya Slobin. Transport yourself to the distant past now at TrustedCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in toll-free, bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features are free, and if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. Enter Amazon through that link, and Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. So it's that simple. You know Amazon, the world's largest internet retailer. They sell virtually anything in dozens of categories. There are so many items. Plus, if you're ordering brand new, you can get uh, free Super Saver shipping on a whole lot of their products. And if you're going used, you'll save a few extra bucks most likely. So start your shopping at Amazon.FreeTalkLive.com. We're playing some audio back here, and then we'll get uh, back into your phone calls. Playing some audio from copblock.org. They have provided audio of an encounter between two gun rights activists, people who uh, were out in the park for a nice day in the park and carrying their firearms openly in Michigan, where it is completely legal uh, to do that. And the cops came in and decided to tell them that, yeah, they needed to leave the park now because, well, they said so. Basically, even though their own rules, their own laws say that open carry is legal, the park is public property, the cops decided they were going to just make up some law on the spot. Right. And it, it, essentially breaking the law. When when the law is that you can when, when the when the law is that you can open carry 
and a police officer comes up and breaks the law by saying that you can't open carry, they have uh, th- they've stepped into the role of a criminal. So now, um, because they are wearing painted in the color of the law, they're they're stepping up. They're exacerbating the situation. If these guys were to pull out their guns and say, "Get on the ground, officer! You've broken the law. We're taking you to jail." <laughs> what do you think it looks like? Now, this guy's yeah. not by this this police assistant police chief isn't by himself. He's got other cronies with him. Yes. So then it's a it's a Mexican standoff. Everybody pulling guns, holding them on each other. This isn't what we hired these people for. You didn't hire them. Indeed, I didn't hire them, and nobody there, uh, you know, the only people that hired them was the government, but the idea is, is this government is here to serve us. Clearly, that's not the case, and uh, in this case, they are clearly there to make crap up as they go along and do whatever the uh, the hell they want to do, and you might be right, Mark, they may have broken their own laws here in this case, but they will never be held accountable for it. I I think it's really the role they're, they're performing, or the role they're filling, rather, is keeping people in line and keeping people scared and obedient of government. And, and, and when they have the guns and people don't, that helps. You know, that mm-hmm. helps to do that. When the, and that's really the role the cops are filling. The public, the premise that's presented is that they're there to protect us. But the, but the reality is that they want to do the easy stuff. They want to just keep, they want to keep people afraid, keep people in a, in a, in a, in a, obeying and paying fines and doing the easy stuff versus the things that, that would actually, you know, the things that they're sort of known for are stopping violent criminals and protecting people from violent criminals, but they, they really don't do very much of that mm-hmm. in the big proportion, and they look at proportionately to all the other harassment they do. Yeah, these big brave cops uh, weren't really doing anything risky by coming up and talking to a couple peaceful guys in the park. I mean, and that, and that exactly, that's what Mark's point was, I think, was, look, if they were really dangerous, you wouldn't have approached them like that anyway and asked for their IDs. Obviously right. You would have taken them down, taken them down, you know? So let me continue with the audio here. There's only a little bit left. And then my question is, if you have a CCW, why do you want to incite people to I'm become more people? Well, who's incited? Who, who's incited out there? No one is you, you can incite people, okay? But who? I walk around like this every day. Who is that anything? Well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> we said you were inciting people, so people have been incited. It doesn't matter, okay? I'm not going to debate the issue. We're done talking about it. I would wonder what would happen if people started running in fear whenever cops came around with their guns on their hips. Yeah. (laughs) There's a man with a gun in here. I mean, you know, like the folks at the Red and Black Cafe did, you know, they kept that cop out. You'd be an absolute madman. Well, the, cop, the people at the Red and Black Cafe kicked that cop out uh, because he, he was there and they didn't feel comfortable with him. They said, look, we don't feel comfortable with you here. Uh, you need to get out. Now, truth, I need to read up on that. Where, where did that happen? Uh, Portland. We Portland. talked about it, uh, la- okay. I think it was last week on the show. And the, of course, true to form, the Red and Black Cafe. Now, Red and Black are the uh, com- uh, anarcho-communo. Uh, communal- no, 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 no. That's uh, market anarchist colors. Red and black? No, oh, no, that's commie. Said, oh, red and black. You're red right. and black that's is commie. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking gold and black. Gold right. and black is market. And uh, so, of course, these commies, uh, one of Curtis from the show, went over to their Facebook page and started putting stuff on the Facebook page in appreciation of the red and black cafe. Because at this point, most of the people on uh, our side of things uh, were supporting what they did. But then the Red and Black Cafe decided they didn't like what his uh, viewpoint was, and so they eliminated him from their uh, from their page and deleted all of his posts, And which is a very typical uh, commie thing to do because they are notorious for uh, ruling over their internet forums with an iron fist and preventing people from actually having dissenting opinions 
but uh, on their it's internet. It's because they have an idea um, that doesn't hold water. Right, it can't be defended. <laughs> so Sure, it's just so they're just true to form commies. But they do and, love so. to come on to forums that are, uh, and, and uh, open forums where the market anarchists allow them to, to come on and, and spew their stuff. And so they, they love to come on there and play, sure, uh, play trolls in, both ways, in, in the in the sandbox, but they don't want to they don't want it to go the other direction. So anyway, let's get back to the audio here. Uh, the guy is about to corner this cop, and I want to make sure we get to that. Here. I'm not going to debate the issue. We're done talking about. It. You leave. You come back here with the guns. You're going to jail. You want to give me no ID so I can't prove that you're not convicted felon? You, right you need to go. Well, so wait a minute. Okay, let me ask you a question. If I give you my ID and you prove I'm not a felon, can I carry here? No. So what's the difference then? <laughs> What's the difference? So just leave. Nothing. There's no difference. Gentlemen, we're done talking. Gentlemen, let's go. It's time to go. So let's you guys go. want to break the law? It's time to go, sir. Your interpretation of law is different than mine. Let's put it that way. And <laughs> there you have it. That's what it comes down to. Your interpretation is different, and your interpretation doesn't matter because, well, you know, we're the guys with the guns in the cages, and we're not, uh, we have no, there's no accountability if we decide to use those but guns in cages. But that's the important thing, is that there will not be any repercussions for arresting them. If uh, they, no. I, I believe they've said that they're, uh, what was the word they used? If you tried to sue them for sovereign false immunity? arrest, they said they... Well, it's well, not they, necessarily sovereign, not it's sovereign, sometimes qualified, but um, qualified immunity. I'm try- yeah, I was trying to think of the word that they used, but... But they, but but basically, they they can't get in trouble for false arrest for yeah, pretty much disorderly conduct. They do what they want. Yeah, I just love that he cornered uh, cornered his butt with that question. That the cop basically at that, that that was it. It was over at that point because the cop had been caught uh, in a corner and he couldn't answer in, uh, intelligently that question. And so, okay, it's uh, it's time to leave, well, you kids. So wait a minute. Okay, let me ask you a question. If I give you my ID and you prove I'm not a felon, can I carry here? No. So what's the difference then? Busted. Yeah. The one reason that this cop, uh, who this, this this petty tyrant had for not allowing these men to uh, do what was their legal right, was to carry, uh, legal and right, mm-hmm. uh, was to carry in this park, was, well, you could be a convicted felon, mm-hmm. and we can't have convicted felons stupid enough to wear firearms on their hips out where everybody could find them. Um, so uh, the guy says, well, what if I prove I'm not a convicted felon? Then can I carry here? No. no. I don't care. Conversation's it over. It Get doesn't have anything to do with common sense. I don't want somebody carrying a gun on their hip looking like a That's big right. man, which is what he said, yeah. just like me. Right. I don't want you out big in me. Right. So giving up the ID to the cops would not have gotten him anything. It would have just simply have been an obedience mode where he was doing what the police asked in the hopes that he would get what he wanted from them. But the cop had no intention at all to allow him to stay if it, if he passed the little felon check. The experience shows, uh, in general, that that uh, standing up for your rights really works better than just than trying and bowing to down. kiss butt. Yep. So I just thought that was brilliant, especially the how they ended that. Uh, let's go to your phone calls here. Uh, and by the way, that was copblock.org that provided the audio. So thanks to Adam and Pete and the rest of the crew over there doing a great job bringing items like this uh, to the forefront. Let's talk to Daniel in Texas, listening to LRN.FM. Hello, Daniel. How's it going, guys? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Census. Okay. I, uh, I actually had a, uh, a census worker come to my house last Sunday afternoon. Hmm. And let me preface by saying um, I got two census forms in the mail, and both of them went in the shredder. And then I got a postcard um, reminding me to do it, and that also went in the shredder. Nice. Um, anyway, about, uh, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the silver truck pulls up down 
half a mile's worth of private, 100% private road, and then into a private gate, and then down another driveway to my house. And then started honking the horn. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. You thought it was your house? I, I guess so. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it is my house, and, uh, no, and he decided to, to show up unsolicited, you know, so just some guy in the driveway, right? And you know? is honking his horn in your driveway. Yeah, yeah, like like I'm supposed to see him and come out and, and take care of him, you know. Um, but like, you, but, like, uh, you're, yeah, like you're the gal on roller skates uh, delivering hamburgers. <laughs> hey, hang on. I uh, want to hang you through the news. Can you stick with us? Get the rest of the story here from uh, from Daniel in a moment. Daniel, uh, Daniel in Texas, uh, the census guy showing up and already being quite rude. We'll see where this goes. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. Private property doesn't matter when you've got bureaucrats on your hands. They'll just do whatever they want. Uh, more coming up. Hour two's on the way. It's Free Talk Live. How long can you hold your breath? <sighs> Not long. After air, water is the most critical factor for life. There are dozens of toxic substances in tap water, even pharmaceutical drugs that city processing can't remove. Sadly, most bottled water isn't much better. The chemicals in the bottles themselves are a serious health concern and a huge environmental problem. Filtering your own drinking water is the logical answer. You'll have a much better quality of water and save a bunch of money, too. Aquasana filters are thorough and more affordable per gallon than even pitcher-type filters. Aquasana is consistently voted the best choice by Consumers Digest. The filters are easy to use and install. Call 866-NO-BOTTLE to order or link online through freetalklive.com. If you'd like a 20% discount, and who wouldn't, when ordering online, use the discount code FTL. Again, that's FTL. Or call toll-free 866-NO-BOTTLE and tell them we sent you to get a great discount on all Aquasana products. Drink smart. 1-866-NO-BOTTLE. Talk Live. You're launching into the second hour of the program. You can dial in toll-free, bring up whatever's on your mind, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features there for free, so do enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. Uh, don't forget to join Dale over at his website, anarchyinyourhead.com. I understand you are close to releasing another uh, Porkfest? I, I just have to col- I just have to color it, and okay. uh, that was going to be today, and then it's been so long since I did a cartoon because I've been writing movie scripts and things right. like that and been absolutely swamped, but it's been so long since I've done a cartoon that I actually forgot how to do certain aspects <laughs> of the software, and I spent like two hours today like trying Relearning. to figure out... Oh wait! How do I get this so I can color it again? <laughs> and so, so yeah. But I think I've got it now. So um, it's just going to be a little bit, another hour or two of tedious work, and I'll have it up. Well, there's but that'll still, probably be tomorrow. There's still just a great ar- archive of um, mostly liberty-oriented cartoons and some uh, video of you just kind of blogging on video. Basically, that's all there at anarchyinyourhead.com. You can get more Dale. Uh, so we're going to get right back into uh, Daniel's call here. But coming up. The police have really outdone themselves, and we'll explain, or at least one officer, one police officer has really outdone the rest, and we'll explain how. But first, it's Daniel in Texas. Daniel, you're back on Free Talk Live. You're listening to LRN.FM, and you were uh, at at home. Uh, You're at a very private location. There's like a gate and a private road, and apparently this uh, government bureaucrat from the census 
barrels on through uh, your your you know down your private road, comes on up in your driveway, sits there, and then starts honking his horn. Uh, and that's where you left the story off. Please continue. So there he is in in, in my uh, driveway. I'm looking out the window, and you know this is Texas. Everybody's truck. I mean, I don't drive one every day, but I own one. And so <laughs> yes, I, mean, I believe my- that to be true. I've been I visited Texas once. And I remember going past this like bingo hall or something like that, some sort of dance hall, and uh, the whole parking lot was all trucks. There was not a car <laughs> in the entire lot. It was amazing. The sea of pickup trucks, yeah. So I'm thinking, hey, it's one of my neighbors, and I'm on really good terms with my neighbors, and you know, we won't look out for each other, maybe just coming by to tell me something. Yeah, maybe and, something's uh, wrong. I mean, you've got somebody honking their horn out in your right. front, front yard. Right, right. So I, I, I walk out there, because otherwise, if I had known who he was, I would have ignored him and just kept on doing what I was doing, which was cleaning the house. Right, if you'd known he was and, a census uh, bureaucrat. Right, right. So I walk out there kind of cautiously. I don't know who the hell is this, you know. And uh, he identifies himself. as he's got, a, he's got a special little badge around his neck, you know. And uh, and he looked like a retired guy, probably some bored retiree just wants something to do, right? You know, yeah. no big deal. And uh, he says, uh, you know, can we can we finish this up? I said, well, I, I'm, I'm really not interested in, in, in doing any of that. And he goes, well, I mean, it's just it's just a sense of just a question. I said, you know, I, I said I appreciate it, and I have no quarrel with you, but I have absolutely no interest in interacting with the federal government. And he goes, well, oh, oh, oh okay. Uh, can can you just tell me how many people live here? And I said, I said no. I said, I uh, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I just I have no interest. And he goes, well, thank you, sir. And off he went. So it was pretty uneventful, and uh, and I would have recorded the thing because I, I do keep a camera handy, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I thought it was one of my neighbors or something. Sure. I'd even take a take a thing out there, you know. Well, good job, man. I'm glad it uh, so, didn't escalate, I, and hopefully they won't come back. Well, I, yeah, I don't know if they'll come back, and uh, and I really don't want them in my home. Um, I'm I'm a big fireman enthusiast, and that's related stuff is everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, and on top of that, I really don't want a, a bureaucrat in my home. So I, I hope they don't come back, and I hope they don't you know flag me as somebody to you know mess with. I guess time will tell. I'm glad you shared the story. Was there anything else you want to talk about tonight? That's it. Appreciate it. Thanks, Daniel. Appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. It's, uh, it comes back to uh, something I, I mentioned. We were actually on the Alex Jones show today, Mark. You and I, he had us on. We've got the archive of that and probably will go up on our website at some point tonight. I've got uh, a lot to take care of doing some local volunteering late, uh, late night tonight, so I'll get it up as soon as, uh, as soon as we can. But I was talking about the idea of non-cooperation. And trying to spread this this meme amongst people who could really use that particular message, because there are a lot of people out there that believe that you can change the system uh, by working within the system, and maybe that's true here in New Hampshire because the system is a little more accessible here than other places. But in most places, it's not really true, and certainly at the federal government level, it's not. So the only way to change things is to change yourself and how you behave. And specifically, what I'm talking about is stop going along to get along, stop obeying these government bureaucrats and their arbitrary diktats and their demands and uh, and their requests, and say no. And At so, least make them work for it. Yeah. You know, and, like, don't just immediately give in. At the very yeah, least, you know, like, you can always broaden your boundaries gradually, but don't, but don't just immediately give in, you know. At least make them get to the point where they threaten you to get you to obey or something. Absolutely. <laughs> say no for as long as you feel like you can get away with it. Uh, and and push the boundaries, and so I think the census is a real good way for people to uh, to start that process because it can be a little nerve wracking saying no to the government. We've been trained to say yes. We've been trained to say whatever you say, master. I'll just do whatever you want me to. And so it's time to stop. 
It's time to just say no to the government. All right, we continue with Josh listening in Terre Haute. Josh, you're listening on the FM band in Terre Haute? Yes, um, there is a uh, station that, that came on the air um, that is Liberty Radio, that is broadcasting Liberty Radio Network uh, 24-7. Wow. And I just been having to uh, scan and actually find it. And um, Great. this is the first time I've actually heard, and uh, the signal is covers the whole entire city of Terre Haute, Indiana. Holy crap. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad to hear you guys. I've been listening for a while. And the Welcome. way things are. Wait, in how long has this signal Indian? been on the air? Just right, curious. I'm curious. Have you been listening on the internet and then just found us on the on the radio band? I, I... Actually, this is the first time I've actually heard you guys uh, your show. Um, the station was has been signed on. They were doing some signal testing since June 1st, and so it's been on for about a week. It's played everything from classic rock to oldies to opera music, and uh, now once they. Uh, they made an announcement yesterday afternoon that a new format will be coming soon. And um, I heard yesterday's uh, podcast, I guess they were airing at uh, 2.30 this morning of your show yesterday. And ever since then, I've been listening to pretty much all day long, been listening to Liberty Radio Network. And uh, wow, great! I tuned in tonight for a uh, live show of Free Talk Live, and uh, I absolutely love your show. Well, thanks. We're glad you're out there, and I'm glad to uh, to hear about that. Uh, I'm always excited to hear of new pirate transmitters uh, popping up. So you're just somebody that lives in Terre Haute, or do you know the people operating the station? I uh, live in Terre Haute, and um, I know someone that uh, not directly run the station, but has information about the station. The station is actually 125 watts, and uh, awesome. from what I was told, and it can be picked up within about a 30, 40-mile radius of Terre Haute, Indiana. Who told you? Somebody who knows. That is, it's a... Uh, Friend no names of mine. That, oh yeah, I don't uh, want any names. That yeah. was the guy who's running. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know whether you stumbled across the station or whether um, you knew the station existed. That's all. Actually, I stumbled across it, and then I started asking questions because I was hmm. curious about it. Like, oh, I, I like. And so then I ask everyone, "Do you know anything about the new station on one hundred six point nine? And then one of my friends said, well, yeah, I know someone who actually had put the station on the air. And I said, oh, cool. Well, awesome. What's the station's details? Well, let and, us know, uh, if, you, if, you, you know if you hear anything uh, about the, you know, like a raid. It, it tends to take the FCC a long time to figure these things out. They, they require that somebody complain to them first, and then they have to investigate the complaint, and then they have to send out a notice uh, threatening the, the operator once they determine where that person uh, is operating from. And so it, it, uh, it can be a lengthy process for them to actually try to take a station off the air. So hopefully we'll continue to hear from you, and uh, if, you, if you hear of anything going on, uh, we'd appreciate it. Because it's always interesting to know about our pirate operators out there. Anyway, what were, right. you, what were you calling in about tonight? Um, I was pretty much uh, calling in and wanting to know the way things look at, as far as the local uh, job market and stuff in Terre Haute, Indiana, and the state of Indiana as a whole. Um, and I know just kind of like the Midwest in general, as far as new jobs being created, it seems like our unemployment rates are higher now than what they were three or four years ago. And it just seems like that, and particularly in Terre Haute, Indiana, it seems like we've had... Uh, business after business after business just closed because and the economy is like really really bad do you see any change or suspect any change in the near future or do you think it's just going to continue to get worse if you want to hang on we can continue talking to you about it hang on uh josh in Terre Haute, 800-259-9231 get our expert opinions yeah. on the economy Some talk show hosts <laughs> and their opinions <laughs> 
Uh, we can certainly share them. I don't know if we're experts, but we're, uh, we'll give you what we think here in a moment. Uh, 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Features including the Shrine of Female listeners, dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo, or video showing they listen to the program. See what I mean by going to shrine.freetalklive.com. And if you are a lady listener, you can get details on how to become a part of the Shrine. Shrine Shrine.freetalklive.com. Jurisdictionary.com allows you to, uh, it it, it educates you to have the ability to go and take your cases to court, to fight them in court. You don't have to pay an expensive lawyer to be able to uh, fight for your rights in the judicial system. It teaches you how to get evidence, move the court, set hearings, do research, draft pleadings, all of it. And it does it in a manner that the average eighth grader can grasp in less than 24 hours. It's created by a lawyer, as a matter of fact, a doctor of jurisprudence, who wants you to know how to protect yourself from other members of his profession. Five-hour video course plus uh, two, two-and-a-half-hour audio classrooms and 15 in-depth reference tutorials. You can get it all at Jurisdictionary.com. It is a fantastic course i have uh, taken it myself as a matter of fact i'm uh, lending the now now giving the the dvds to the next person so they can uh, try it as and you could do it in your community jurisdictionary.com all right so uh, we continue here with your phone calls and we have josh on the line in Terre Haute listening to uh, 106.9 uh, lrn.fm out there uh, josh you're back on free talk live are you with us Yes. Um, during the break, I actually uh, found some more information out about the 106.9 signal. Yes, sir. It's actually um, a low-power FM, and uh, it has the call letters WDWPLP. Huh. Okay. Well, uh, that's that's interesting because I did not see that on the uh, the radio locator. WDWP, you say? Yes. Okay, that's great. The, uh, during the commercial break, um, I made a phone call. And I found out actually who was running it, and uh, they identified themselves as 106.9 uh, WDWP LP Terre Haute. Well, that's very interesting. Day. I will take a further look into that because I'm just a radio geek and I like that stuff. Anyway, back to the issue of uh, the economy. You're asking, you know, obviously there's some businesses going under where you live. That's in, that's happening here in Keene as well. I'm sure it's happening across the country. Uh, that's a sad thing to see any old time you see that. Unless the business sucked, in which case, good riddance, uh, creative destruction. But uh, that's it's happening, and the corrections are out there, and uh, real estate prices are, are falling, and people are saying that the commercial real estate market is uh, not even close to bottoming out. There's a lot more to go there, and of course, other people are saying that about the real, regular real estate market, the, the homeowners. Uh, real estate market. There's always going to be bears that are predicting that uh, meteors are going to be raining down upon us and we're all going to die a fiery death. 
Yeah, I don't know uh, how bad it's going to get. I don't know if it's over yet. I find right. it hard See, to believe that it is. There's, that's there's, the I've trick heard here. There are so, there's a lot more foreclosures in the pipeline, which should drive prices further down in housing. But and and, and the, the commercial part market is following. You know, uh, Josh, this is this is the trick here, because your question really is, is not is our financial system going to collapse? Because if you understand anything about fiat currencies and currencies that aren't backed by something of value, you do understand that our economy is going to collapse. The, the question that yeah. you're asking me is, are we going to experience yet another dead cat bounce, which is if you drop a dead cat off of a roof, it will bounce as the idea. And, uh, you know, it's 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 a. It's an allegory about the economy, and are we going to experience another bounce? Will things get better, or won't they? Is that right? Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's exactly it. Because Before they right get now, really, really bad. The answer yeah, is the way things look right now is just like, like it, actually, it's kind of hard to right now. It's kind of like that. This country, the way I perceive it, is that as financially, this country is at a crossroads. It can go either way. So right now, everything is kind of like up in the air, and and like. You don't know which way to go, really. The answer is anybody who tells you they know doesn't. Um, there's mm-hmm. there, yeah. there's no way to say whether or not we're going to experience another uh, resurgence. And there's been a bit of a resurgence. There's all kinds of indicators that say things are better. I can tell you that uh, you know that, that people are buying stuff. Businesses are kind of flush with money comparative to a year ago. Um, they're buying advertising, and uh, you know those are all great indications, and there's all so- sorts of other indications of the economy. However, what they're not doing yet is hiring a bunch of people in order to fill demand and things like that. And I think that one thing we're experiencing is the very best part of this is that America learned um, – the American people learned a lesson about money. They learned that it doesn't grow on trees and that you've got to save for a rainy day and, and things like that. And I think that that's a very good thing. Um you know, I, what what didn't happen was that governments around America didn't learn that lesson. Your your local governments, your state governments, uh, county governments, on all levels, these organizations can't print money, and they are scrambling, scrambling for every dollar they can get. They've uh, they've increased the their tickets, their fines. They're sending cops out go find people that are going over the speed limit a little bit and give them a ticket. Um, they're they're sending out in, exactly. uh, enforcement officers. They're uh, you know they're they're trying to. Use Use valuations of property that were from several years ago when the real estate bubble was in its at its very height. Oh, I've seen that. <laughs> they're they're just doing all kinds of criminal behavior, and there's really nothing that you can do about it because they. Well, you do- can prepare yourself for. I don't navigate going move. overboard and going crazy. You can, you can get a bunch of people together in one specific geographic location, and you might be able to stave off that kind of behavior amongst a, a municipality, but. If if it's a couple few people sort of scattered about uh, you know a given geographic area, they're not going to have that big of an effect. Well, presuming that things get worse, uh, one of the things you can do, I think, to ensure that you'll be as as good as can be in that case is to uh, make sure you've got a skill that's valuable in the marketplace, that uh, you're valued at your uh, at your employer, that you're not just an average employee, that you're. I mean, I'm presuming you're an employee or you're an entrepreneur yeah. and you're, you know, you're doing, you're getting your, your word out about your business and all that. You but, show up early. You say, um, you know, if the bathroom needs to be cleaned, you clean it. Uh, those those kind of behaviors in an, uh, I mean, th- that's going to make you the last guy they fire. Being out of debt would be nice. Uh, saving money, always uh, always helpful. Putting that saved money into hard money like gold and silver, or, always. I think, or real estate. I mean, it, that's the thing. Right now, real estate's bottoming out big time. If you can get into it, which is tricky, because banks are stingy loans. with loans, yeah. 
Uh, if you have a way to get into the real estate market, if you can find a way to make it happen, but some people um, say it's going to get worse, and then you're going to lose the value of whatever it is you buy in the yeah. house. Well, I mean, this and this got to bottom out. There's going to be a point where I mean, it's just almost impossible for it to get much lower. I mean, and it's hard to and, and, and again, yeah, you have to think of point? it as a long term. I mean, in Detroit, can you, it's, can you use the the property you have though? I mean, do you have a use for it? Are you going to be able to fill? find tenants if you have a rental property. But, but the question you, is, where will it bottom out, Dale? I mean, yeah. you're saying you think it's bottom out now, and all of our opinions no, are... No, I don't think it's done bottoming out, honestly, okay. but I think it's I, I don't think it's a bad time to get in, even if it continues to go down a little more, yeah, if you find that, something that's, that's a good deal now. But essentially what you're going to have, I think, if you find... like The way I look at it is there's, there, there look to be... It seems to be there's more foreclosures in the pipeline. It seems to be the commercial market in foreclosures is was lagging a little bit behind, and it's starting to catch up. So you're going to start seeing that. Well, if uh, I were going to buy a house, and, I'd uh-huh. do it somewhere I wanted to stay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you have to. I would think of it as a long term thing because yeah, it might do, it might go down some more. But uh, but the thing is, if you found something that suits your needs, that's a good property a good deal, then it's not a bad idea to go ahead and move on it, in my opinion, because, yeah, things might go down some more, but what you're really going to get is more and more choices because more things are going to foreclose. And so if you don't see what you need right now, you'll see it maybe soon. And don't get an adjustable yeah. rate mortgage, right? And don't, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> hey, Josh, thanks for the call and the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. I'm glad you're out there listening in. Although I could not find that uh, so-called low-power station. I think they were just, well, joshing you. 800-259-9231, which is fine with me. Pirates, I don't care. However my signal gets out, I don't care. As long as they're being good neighbors, not stepping on somebody else's signal. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. This is Free Talk Live. Have you ever wished that you could buy, sell, and trade in silver in your community? Dell Valley Silver has a no-cost turnkey setup for you. You recruit six to eight businesses in your area to accept Dell Valley Silver rounds as barter currency, and your wish is granted. You get paid, and you promote the use of real money. This isn't like so many other silver currency setups where it's really just a system to sell high-priced rounds. It's a free market system based on Austrian economics. DellValleySilver.com. DellValleySilver.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. Tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. And Mark. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features we give to you, so enjoy those, including our wiki with over 2,000 pages created by listeners just like you. wikifreetalklive.com. Get interactive. wiki.freetalklive.com. So how soon do you want to start teaching that child that's special to you about the ideas of liberty? I figured I couldn't start soon enough with my son, Jack. An Island Called Liberty is a picture book for children, and I read it to to him all the time. He he loves it. He drags it around. He he calls it Libby. Uh, He's a little over two. (laughs) Um, And I think the book's probably aimed at uh, a slightly older audience. It's got more verbiage than, than say, Dr. Seuss or something like that. It's kind of like... Ayn Rand meets Dr. Seuss. It's simple story, graceful rhymes, and beautiful illustrations on every page will make it one of any child's favorites. You can go to freemarketunderdog.com, see some samples there, just so you know what you're getting into, and get a 10% discount for uh, by using the code FTL. That's FTL is in Free Talk Live, an island called Liberty at freemarketunderdog.com. All right, 800-259-9231. We're going to continue taking your calls about what you want. Let's go to Kevin. In te- oh, he's gone. Let's try Kurt in California. Kurt, you're on Free Talk Live. Kurt, California, going once. Kurt in California, going twice. All right, let's try Jason in California. Jason, you are on Free Talk Live, we hope. Jason. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? 
So uh, I was listening to the podcast, and I heard you guys talking about uh, not being too happy with Quick.com and some of their latest updates. Yeah, uh, that's QIK.com. It's a, a little uh, program, a website that allows you to download a program to your mobile phone uh, that lets you stream video for free uh, to directly to the Internet. So it's an incredibly useful activist tool, but they uh, they crippled it a little bit with their latest release for the Android phone where it uh, makes it so you have to you have to launch quick. Then you have to press the video camera button, then press record in order to start recording as opposed to where it used to be. You launched quick and then pressed record. Uh, your thoughts? Well, um, I am actually an iPhone user, unfortunately, um, and uh, th- their program for the iPhone has never been very good, uh, mm. I guess, app. Um, so I kind of stumbled across another program called Bamboozer uh, at bamboozer.com and have been quite pleased, and it is only two buttons to your actually live broadcasting, whereas on the iPhone for Quick, uh, it actually would delay uh, the transmission to the Internet until after you stop recording, but mm-hmm. if you accidentally press the lock button on your phone, it completely erases the video. So oh boy. with Bamboozer, I tested it out, uh, and it did not have that. So all around, I've been quite pleased with the uh, slightly better product. Now, is the Bamboozer available for other phones like BlackBerry or Android or some of the alternative uh, smartphones out there? Um, you know, I'm not sure off the top of my head, but I'm sure a quick visit to the website would have more information. Yeah, I will definitely uh, definitely look into that. I appreciate the heads up. Is it free as well? Uh, yeah, I, I have not paid Great. anything for it. Good. I'm glad to hear that Quick's got some competition out there, though. Uh, I did send out a notice to them saying, hey, can you take a look at this, maybe add a feature? That would be like yeah, activist I- mode. And, uh, and Meg knows somebody who's uh, on the inside over at, at Quick. Uh, one of the activists up here, and she sent him an email about it, and he sent one back saying it was a great idea. So they may actually put in their either in the next version or the one uh, coming up after that, they're going to put an option in, hopefully, that will make it so that it'll be a one-click start to where uh, it'll actually be better than it ever was, where you could hit the quick uh, button and it'll immediately begin recording. So you could set that as an option uh, in the settings, which would be the ideal situation. Uh, it would take out uh, an, extra, yeah. an extra click, but uh, I'll definitely look into that. And thank you for the heads up. Anything else you want to share? Um, actually, uh, if I could talk about one more thing, the, uh, California is planning on, or going to try and legalize marijuana. Um, I've actually heard, uh, some difference of opinion from the guy who wrote the actual medical marijuana bill in 96. Uh, it was like a, it was a video online. I'm not sure the title of it or anything, but, uh, he went into detail saying that, uh, it actually is going to restrict it as opposed to, uh, liberate it, um, due to the fact due to the fact that supposedly it made more felonies than it's actually going to get rid of, um, which, you know, doesn't seem very uh, very positive. Meaning what? Like, what would users. be, a, do you know what would be a felony? What is, how is it making more things felonies? What is it doing? Um, well, I, I believe it has to do with the, uh, like, the amount you're able to have, and also um, uh, just, there's some other fine details. I, I didn't I'm, catch it all, but that, that video is available online. He actually uh, had also mentioned in the video that Jack Herrera, who is a, another very famous uh, pro-weed person, he died uh, had uh, tried to get past a, um, a opposing bill that would have been a more liberating bill instead of a re- regulating tax bill. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't get enough signatures to mm. compete with it. Um, I, w- I would hazard a guess that growing it yourself instead of buying it from some California dispensary um, is really bad because they want to make all the money on it and tax it and all Maybe. that stuff. 
that that's exactly uh, another good point to bring up is that um, as a medical user, it's so much easier to be able. Uh, the reason why the original medical bill was written so loosely is to accompany anybody's needs that the law might not be able to foresee. Um, which, if a law is going to exist about it, would be a more logical step. And of course, when uh, what we've seen happening out there in California has been very instructive. Uh, hopefully, other places can avoid these things. Uh, but with the medical marijuana, as you know, in L.A., the L.A. City Council has come in and said, all right, that's it. We've got too many of these uh, darn pot shops popping up. We've got to get rid of them. And so they're shutting down over 400 of the uh, the marijuana distribution, the compassion clinics, basically. And those are there because of market demand. Right. I mean, they were there because the market supports them, and that means that now the market is going to be under-supported by by strictly because they've demanded they shut down and now you're going to yeah so once crazy. you have, once you come up with even a semi legal situation like that the politicians come in there and they start to restrict and control and uh, it's not i mean it's still better than the uh, the black market for those folks but man it is not anything close to freedom as far as uh, drugs are concerned and in, in, in this case pot and i thank you for the uh, the update jason and thank you for the call tonight 800-259-9231 that is the SACL CAI toll free line uh, there was news in the it was in the news this week. I think it actually the uh, the story hit the front page of freetalklive dot com about them shutting down these uh, compassion clinics, and it's just so tragic because what they're trying to do is 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 basically shove them into the industrial zones. They they don't want we don't want your tap round these parts. You know they don't they don't want the uh, the marijuana clinics to be open and obvious to anybody that's just on the street. Because for some reason, the idea of having marijuana clinics around is going to just going to corrupt the youth of California, as though the youth of California aren't busily smoking pot already uh, mm-hmm. before these clinics uh, yeah, came I out. Can't, I can't say what it's like uh, in California, but I, <laughs> I, I've heard arguments like this before. But you think about all the the head shops that are out there, the uh, the laundry modeling places the 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 (laughs) massage parlors and all these other things that exist sort of just on the side of the road without Mm -hmm. i mean you know (laughs) i don't know the sky doesn't fall the sky doesn't fall i i just i don't know what are these people worried about uh according to kabc under the new uh City ordinance, only 137 pot clinics that existed before November 20, 2007 can remain in business, and they must be located at least 1,000 feet away from schools, public parks, libraries, and housing. That's not a lot of places. Housing? So, pr- pretty much, you've got to be back in the middle of some sort of industrial warehouse district, which, last time I checked, I mean, even around here in pretty keen New Hampshire, the industrial zones aren't the prettiest of places. They're not places that, you know, you really want to come out to and visit as a, as a shopping customer. Uh, th- these are ugly uh, areas where you don't want to be. So, send the, so the, marijuana, uh, the medical marijuana users can uh, roll on over to those industrial areas in their wheelchairs, some yes. of them, many of them, and uh, try to get their, their medicine uh, in these. <laughs> yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what they're thinking. Uh, Bob De, Va- De Velasco of Eagle Rock says, I feel sorry for the people that are that really genuinely need the medicine, supposedly, but 95% of the people are nothing but gangbangers and bums. That's all they are, looking for an easy way to get their dope. Well, wow. Don't they have a doctor's prescription? I mean, you can't go into these compassion clinics. This guy and get, knows better than the doctors. 
1-800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. I'll give you a little bit more about what's going on in L.A. It's crazy. And take your calls about anything. This is Free Talk Live. This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Boost Kid Essentials, the nutritionally complete drink with 25 essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics to help support your child's healthy growth. Visit us at kidessentials.com. Calling certain foods bad or good doesn't go very far in helping kids understand about balanced diets. Discuss the powers of foods. Carrots are good for your eyes. Fish keeps your heart strong. And how they work together to help kids grow, and they'll remember it even better. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com slash yourfamilytoday. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. All the features there are free. And if you want to support this program, you can do that by becoming an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is you send in the 3 bucks a month, we take it in, reinvest it, cobble together some other contributions from some other people. We've got over 500 listeners that are currently uh, Free Talk Live amplifiers. So we gather all that money together, reinvest it into the program, getting on more radio stations around the country, bringing more internet listeners on board, exposing new people to the ideas of freedom. So if that's valuable to you, if it's worth three bucks a month, then you'll get some perks too, like uh, access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only forum, uh, the AMP-only podcast, and more. Get all the details, get signed up with any major credit card, PayPal, or some alternative options available to you at amp.freetalklive.com. And we appreciate your assistance. Amp.freetalklive.com. We we can talk a little bit more about the pot situation in L.A. It's pretty outrageous. But first, we go to your phone calls and the fun to Jason, a different Jason in California. You're on Free Talk Live. Jason in California. Yes, hello. You're on the air. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm just like to talk about um, like how politicians are elected because I think um, they're all puppets. Like, how could Obama? like a nobody that nobody's ever heard of go from uh, uh, like a junior senator to the president. That's because he's a puppet. And I'm looking at, I'm looking at a list right now. Now, are they, are they all puppets? I mean, uh, no, just, just like the, they're actors. Like the main ones that uh, you see are the actors. I would probably agree to you with you, you to some extent, not so much uh, to some extent in how they're elected because there are interest groups that uh, sometimes just very wealthy companies or just very wealthy conglomerations of special interest folks who pool a lot of money over a certain special interest and those people are are funding everything and that's how they make their decisions to cater to these groups because that's how they stay in power and get elected um i think that that uh, don't you think to some extent there's just sort of a a populist that is that is um sort of programmed they to need, make a certain way they need that's, the leader what's that they need a leader yeah and Israel and uh, Israel controls the Congress, and Jews control the media. Oh, well, good. okay, now you've really <laughs> gone off the rails. Uh, how does Israel control the Congress, and um, are we the media, and do Jews control through us? APAC? Through APAC, they control they Congress control through APAC, the, not the India. Yeah. So they have one lobbying and organization, the, a powerful lo- lobbying organization that controls, uh, and that controls uh, Washington D.C. And uh, Hitler had some good ideas. Oh, come on. Now, you, are you really – you're just going through the uh, the motions here. You don't really believe what you're saying, right? 
doesn't like sound what ideas. Like what ideas? Just saying. All niggers. Thanks hang. for the call. Goodbye. Really funny. Hilarious. Yeah. I'm just going to dump you out there because you're, you're a jerk. Be prank be entertaining. Yeah, you're not. You're not funny. Cut yeah, it, getting on the air and. Getting on the air and saying uh, the N word is uh, is not really. F- I don't. It's certainly not uh, yeah. not very yeah. clever. Nope, not entertaining. <laughs> not, not, cre- amusing. not creative at all. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. KABC California uh, reporting on the hammer dropping on these uh, medical marijuana clinics. In the last two point five years, hundreds of dispensaries have opened throughout Los Angeles. But under a new city ordinance, they're closing down hundreds of them and only allowing 137 to remain. And they're going to force them to move. So you can stay, but you can't stay where you are. You have to move away from, a thousand feet away from schools, public parks, libraries, and housing. And two dispensaries cannot operate within a thousand feet of one another. So they're even doing a little bit of protectionism for uh, for these uh, for the exi- for the remaining guys. I mean, they're already protecting them against the hundreds of uh, competitors that have popped up in the last couple of years, and they're going to make sure that they don't compete too much against one another. Of course, they're protecting you know, just like like all businesses, they're protecting them from any sort of agorist attempt at this. Sure, because which, it's still illegal to sell uh, weed right. uh, outside without of, their explicit permission for in this you know by going through jumping their through their hoops and. Applying for their licenses and all that stuff. Now they have to shut down by Monday or face serious penalties. In some cases, clinic operators could wind up in jail. Fines of up to $2,500 per day. And the city attorney's office says it will enforce the new ordinance with the help of police, building inspectors, and tips from the public. So they are getting ready for a crackdown. Oh, they can't up. wait for this. Yep, <laughs> coming up here uh, in another month. Now... You know, what's, most, what's uh, even more interesting about this is they're, they're essentially screwing over all kinds of people. Not only are they screwing over the, uh, the poor uh, medical patients who are just trying to get their medicine and making it more difficult for them to access it because, well, let's see, you're cutting it down from uh, like 1,000 dispensaries to 100-some. So that's going to significantly reduce the availability of this product in the marketplace, meaning the, the sick people in it's wheelchairs. It's certainly going to make it hard. Yeah, the people, sick to, people in wheelchairs having to go further, further. and into possibly dangerous, non-residential type neighborhoods to get their medicine. But that's okay. As long as we protect the children from having to see a pot, uh, a pot shop on the corner, then it's, uh, it's all worth it. So it won't matter if uh, some lady in a wheelchair gets beaten and robbed uh, by some crackhead because she's down, going down in some back alley trying to get to an industrial warehouse district. Uh, that's okay, as long as the kids can't see the, the, the pot shop windows from the uh, the main street. And according to the story here, uh, Norma... These, these are probably the same lawmakers who failed to stop these altogether, and so now they're doing what they can just to make it non-viable practically, you know? According to the story, Norma Schaefer, medical marijuana patient, says, I'm a 57-year-old woman that weighs 117 pounds. I'm not going to feel real good about going into other situations when it's been within my community. She says it's very sad because I now don't have a very uh, now I, I now don't have a place where I can go get affordable. Uh, and this whole thing is about you can't be within one thousand feet. I don't know where everybody is going to relocate to. So if you're one of the 137 clinics that gets to stay open, but you're not in an area in which you are allowed to operate and you can't find somewhere else to move, well, you're screwed too, basically. And all of the landlords are screwed. Uh, all of the, the, the hundreds of businesses are going to be shutting down within the next week. Within the, well, over the weekend. This is uh, supposed to be happening this Monday. So that's going to suck for those landlords who are During getting a crashing rent. economy already. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And all those people that are employed at those cannabis clinics. How many of those? We're talking about hundreds of clinics, probably at least a handful of folks working in each one of those clinics. You're talking about thousands of people out of jobs here. Not just the uh, the poor people that can't get their medicine, the poor people that are supporting their families and putting food on the table and, with this business. Storefronts that are you know already when they're I don't know I don't know how bad it is in California, but uh, can't around be great. New Hampshire I see a lot of empty storefronts. It can't and that's be great. California's their empl- unemployment's even worse out there, so it can't be great out right. there. Uh, and when you see empty storefronts, that's always a a, a sinking mm-hmm. feeling uh, when it comes to the economy and jobs and. You see empty storefronts and you go, oh, that can't be good. Why isn't someone it's opening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she said in her neighborhood, dispensaries in Eagle Rock have security guards, but other residents in the neighborhood say the dispensaries attract an undesirable and sometimes criminal element to their communities. LAPD Chief Charlie Beck says today is a day to take stock of who is in compliance and who is not. This is what they say about liquor stores um, in uh, poor neighborhoods, too. You know, Don't they, they bring the the riffraff out? They do. They say they say, they absolutely say that. Is there any evidence that that's true? No, I don't think that I don't think that uh, that it would be completely untrue. What's more, who's more likely to drink a uh, you know law abiding citizen or a criminal? Mm-hmm. But that's not an excuse to shut down a liquor store because they're not no. going to get their uh, they're going to get their liquor somewhere somehow. No, yes, they are. It's better than the alternative, is what it comes down. It still doesn't make sense to shut it down because then you have. You know, obviously the prohibition days when liquor's not accessible. Yeah, we've tried that whole shutting down liquor stores thing. Yeah. Uh, Assistant Attorney uh, General or whatever, Aisha Greenberg, says uh, they risk arrest and closure. So I assume they're going to voluntarily comply. (laughs) It's volunteer now. You're voluntarily complying because you're arresting arrest and closure. Anyway, if not, they are then subjecting themselves, their employees, to criminal prosecution. This, this is a typical uh, viewpoint of the government. Now, I thought this was you're a zoning doing, issue. You're just doing it to yourself. Is this criminal mm-hmm. prosecution if it's a zoning issue? What this prosecutor said, this assistant city attorney. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, I guess that's not a prosecutor, but it is a city attorney. And this is the common viewpoint of the government is that, well, uh, you're just doing this to yourselves. See, by, by staying open, you're forcing us to attack you. <laughs> by 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 disobeying what we've demanded, you're just forcing us to do our jobs here. I mean, we, we don't want to hurt you. You could voluntarily comply with our uh, every diktats, but if you don't go along with it, then you're forcing us to hurt you. It's all now, your fault. Citizen. Now look what you made me do. Yep, that's all. That's what it, they, they, I mean. It's a very commonly found viewpoint uh, among the government people. In West L.A., the operators of J.J. Herbal are uh, defying the order. That's heroic. Their argument is that the location is not a grungy lounge and not a neighborhood nuisance. Michael Lee, who manages the clinic, says, I really do believe there's a medicinal value to this stuff and people really do need it, and I want to be there to provide it for them. Well, I hope all the best to the guy. Me too. Heroic. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. City officials are now taking names of the shops that are not in compliance. They expect to be getting calls from the LAPD, building inspectors, and neighbors. So they're uh, they're going to turn up the heat here real shortly. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves. Bring up whatever's on your mind. This is Free Talk Live. Hour three's on the way. Attention, all active duty members and veterans of the U.S. military. Your proud service to your country entitles you with the right to participate in special VA loan programs with benefits not available to the general public, like the ability to purchase a new home with no down payment or mortgage insurance, or refi with cash out up to 100% of your present home equity with less strict credit criteria. 
You are entitled to these benefits. Review them online at varadio.com. This is Tim Lewis from iFreedom Direct and a veteran of Operation Iraqi Freedom. I want you to know that as a member or veteran of the United States military, you've earned special rights and privileges. On your feet and get the details at varadio.com. iFreedom Direct Corporation is a private lender approved by the VA and licensed in most states. In certain states, certain restrictions and limitations apply. For a current list of licenses, disclosures, and all benefits, go to varadio.com. varadio.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the third hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves. Dial in toll-free, 800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. Tonight, it's Ian here. And Dale. And Mark. Joining uh, you here on the radio waves, also online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free, and those other talk show hosts don't. They want to charge you for uh, five, six, seven bucks a month for their websites. Ours is free. In fact, I would say we give you more for free than they even charge you for. Head over and see if it's true at freetalklive.com. That's freetalklive.com. Actually, the site allows you to suggest show prep. You can suggest things that we'll talk about here on these very airwaves. You go in, create an account, which is free, of course, and then you submit a URL from the Internet somewhere that you think uh, our listeners will enjoy seeing, whether it's a video or a news report or maybe even your own blog post. Uh, You can submit it to the site, and then other listeners will vote it up or they'll vote it down. And the most popular items will make it to the front page and the top of our website, freetalklive.com. Before we go on here, Mark, you're going to tell us about BP and some of the collusion and uh, corruption going on there with them and the the federal government. But I just want to correct something. Uh, A listener called in a moment ago. They told us about an alternative to quick.com. Now, we've talked a lot about quick.com, qik.com. Uh, they're not a sponsor of the show. I'm just a fan of what they do. They were one of the first on the scene with live streaming video directly from your smartphone to the Internet. A real game changer for the world of activism, for people that uh, that appreciate freedom and want to hold government bureaucrats as accountable as they possibly can. Uh, the Quick, Quick.com is a wonderful application to uh, to help out. If you're in a situation and you need to get video and you need to record that scene, it's better than just recording because it streams to the Internet. So even if they steal your phone from you and try to delete the recording, they can't because it's already gone. It's, 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 uh, it's on the phone, but it's also online. And once something gets online, you know, you can't get that cat back in the, uh, the cage. So... In, uh, in this case, Quick.com is a great application, but we had somebody call in and suggest there's a competitor out there now, apparently. And they, uh, they said it's Bamboozer, and I should have asked them how to spell it at the time. I didn't, and so when I went to Bamboozer.com, it wasn't working. Thought, oh, okay, well, how the hell can you spell Bamboozer? I figured it was B-A-M-B-O-O-Z-E-R, Bamboozer. No, it's actually Bam, Bambuser, B-A-M-B-U-S-E-R. Now, I don't know... I don't know what it is with these uh, internet streaming applications. Can't they have a URL that is understandable without having to spell it? Quick.com. You have to spell it. Q-I-K.com. At least that one's yeah. short. And then bam- Bamboozer. Well, Bambuser well, I, is a little more accurate, I think. of. I will skip this opportunity to uh, criticize uh, um, some liberty activists who did a similar thing. 
was oh. the, having a weird URL that you have to spell. But go ahead. Okay. Well, you know, <laughs> Thank you for being people, obscure, and they think, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, don't. They, okay. <laughs> they think about uh, different uh, different applications for the name. Some people want a short name because quick QIK is a short, short. Uh, yeah. name, and that's that's valuable in some ways. Um, if you're doing print advertising, it's clear QIK. It's, it's very possible that quick was taken. The normal I'm sure. spelling. Oh, for I'm quick. sure. Yeah. So I just uh, just wanted to make sure we corrected that, uh, got the information out. I actually just installed it on my uh, smartphone, was uh, fiddling with it there during uh, the news break. And it looks like it'll be good. I'm, I'm a little concerned because you can't link it, to, at least that I can see, you can't link it to YouTube. But they will let you link it to Facebook. Uh, th- that's a valuable feature. When you when you record the video, it goes out w- when you're with Quick.com, QIK.com, and you record with Quick, it goes to Quick's site. But then Quick has a bunch of different video networks that you can link into. So you can, if you've got a YouTube channel, you can click uh, that on your Quick account, put in your YouTube login information there, and it'll automatically, when you finish recording the video on Quick, it'll automatically bump it over to YouTube. So right off the bat, you've got two copies. You've got three, actually. You've got the one on your phone, the one on Quick.com, and the one on YouTube. And Quick's got a whole list of networks. They've got like all of all kinds of different things that uh, you can link to. You know, the the more obscure video networks like MetaCafe, the ones that aren't as popular as YouTube. I don't see that with Bambuser, but maybe I just haven't had a chance to uh, to dig in far enough. But I do see that Bambuser has different video resolutions more than Quick does. So good to see some competition in the uh, the internet streaming market, even if it is incredibly difficult to actually understand what their URLs are by someone speaking them. So <laughs> good on them. And uh, they're all free, which is uh, is even better. So Bambuser, B-A-M-B-U-S-E-R.com, if you want to try that out. If you have a URL that's difficult to understand when it comes to just saying it over the radio, that just means they need more branding. There you go. Nobody asks how to spell Coca-Cola. Is that with a C or a K? Yeah. Toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. Uh, so let's both. Let's talk about BP, Mark. What's going on down there? <laughs> I'm still trying to spell Coca-Cola in my mind. This article that I've got here, um, it's from RollingStone.com. And if you have read Rolling Stone articles in the past, you know that uh, they are well-researched and they are long as they can be. Um, this is a great article, and it's, of course, written sort of from the lefty perspective about what went on with BP. But there's an excerpt from it that I thought was... Uh, was well worth sharing, so I just uh, I wanted to, to share an excerpt. This is not going to be the the nine page long article from uh, Rolling Stone that you can go read if you want at RollingStone.com. Mm-hmm. During the Bush years, the Minerals Management Service, the agency and the Interior Department in charge, uh, charged with safeguarding the environment from the ravages of drilling, descended into rank criminality. According to reports by the Interior's Inspector General, MMS, staffers were both literally and figuratively in bed with the oil industry. <laughs> when agency staffers weren't joining industry employees for Coke parties on, or trips to corporate ski chalets... You mean cocaine? Yes. Yeah. They were having uh, sex with oil company officials, but it was American taxpayers and the environment that were getting screwed. MMS managers were awarded cash bonuses for pushing through risky offshore leases. MMS managers were awarded cash, yes, were cash bonuses for pushing through risky offshore leases. Auditors were ordered not to investigate shady deals, and safety staffers were routinely accepted gifts from the industry, allegedly allowing oil companies to fill in their own inspection reports in pencil before tracing over them in pen. Awesome. 
Now, before we go on and to think that this is just an easy uh, layup on Bush, it isn't because this this article continues. Oh, good. I'm glad they're intellectually honest enough for that. Yeah, but this is... This crap goes on all over the place. This agency is the one that was charged with protecting us from this, right? This Mm -hmm. is the government's here to protect us, and this is the agency in charge of, of handling the oil drilling folks. Okay, the government has all kinds of inspection agencies, and they're in charge of inspecting all kinds of organizations. Are they all as corrupt as MMS? I can't. I unlikely that they would all be. Are some of them more corrupt than MMS? Statistically, they have to be. Mm-hmm, sure. So, um, the idea that you take an agency like the government and then expect it to protect you is ludicrous. Now, what happens if you get the right guy in? Let's read a little further. Well, this is always the proposed solution. This well, is, we're right, going to beat is, it into shape now. This is the proposed solution. And Obama, uh, and I don't know if they mentioned in this section, because uh, I've read the whole article and then I took a section that I felt that was very important. Mm-hmm. Um, but Obama actually said before he took office, he was going to shape up, uh, shape up MMS, the, the Minerals Management Service. Hmm. So that was part he didn't of his, do it in time. Huh? That was his campaign <laughs> promise. Now, he, he's, he got busy, Mark. You need to, get, you need to cut him a break. He's he was a busy, busy man. Busy trying to shove uh, socialized medicine down uh, America's throat, whether they want it or not. As a matter of fact, it wasn't even socialized medicine. It just ended up being uh, medical reform or whatever. And they just had to have something, whether it was free, a free aspirin for everybody on uh, Leap Day. Uh, they had to have something that passed. Continuing. The oil companies were running MMS during those years. Bobby Maxwell, a former top auditor with the agency, told Rolling Stone last, this isn't, last this year. Isn't, this shouldn't be shocking. To anyone that has paid attention to how regulation works, it is almost always the case that the very industry who is intended to be regulated and, uh, you know, that we're to be protected from their depredations, uh, the, the very industry that is regulated is the uh, – they capture the regulatory agency. They, their buddies, uh, the former VPs, the executives, they who end up getting on the boards. Who knows more about the industry that they're supposed to be regulating? Who's more qualified? Right. So they get on these <laughs> boards and they create rules that don't hurt them. They hurt the competition. They go at they, they they make it more difficult for new oil companies, for instance, to come in and start up and that kind of thing. And they essentially these regulatory bodies exist to protect the existing businessmen. And they do. And that's what they do. And, and I'll read more about it. Yeah, we're going to share more. And apparently, it's more than just protection. It's uh, effing and drug use and all kinds of shenanigans payoffs and ski chalets more coming up here 800-259-9231 SACL CAI toll free line take control of the airwaves bring in whatever you want 1-800-259-9231 there's more in moments and your calls about anything will go if you make them it's free talk live in the decades to come hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1, the first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series, is coming this July for $12.95 from Big Head Press at BigHeadPress.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves, dial in, toll free, bring up whatever's on your mind. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. Tonight, it's Ian. And Dale. 
And Mark. You can join us on our website again, freetalklive.com. All the features there are free, including our listening options. We've got live streams, we've got our webcam, our listen lines that allow you to tune in from any phone that can dial long distance. Head over to listen.freetalklive.com and get it all free. That's listen.freetalklive.com. Available at Porkfest, Chartarum, the original motion picture soundtrack by John Shaw, brought to you by Think Twice Productions, including tracks by Liberty activist Hannah Hoffman and Nothing Project, as well as Scottish gangster rap epic featuring Touchmaster J and user Mac Friendly. And get your copy of the Chartarum original motion picture movie soundtrack and you receive a limited edition Porkfest commemorative beer mug. All at Porkfest. And I assume, since this is pr- the premiere, that afterwards uh, it's going to be available to all. But, uh, you know, this is the plug for the premiere, right? All right. Uh, that's Porkfest2010.com. If you want to learn more about that, we'll tell you more about Porkfest here coming up in a little bit. Uh, but, Mark, you're telling us about the BP situation and giving us some of the dirty details as to how truly in bed. Literally, as the article from Rolling Stone points out, the uh, the government people were with the industry in this uh, in this case, and it's not an unusual story. It's just that what's unusual is we're finding out about the the details. It's not unusual that the government would essentially work together with the very industry that purports to be controlling. Yeah, um, and this is what happens to people who uh, the, the the good guys that want to do the good job when they're in these uh, situations, these corrupt government agencies that are largely run by the people that they're supposed to be, uh, you know, keeping an eye on. Bobby Maxwell, former auditor with the uh, agency, told Rolling Stone last year the oil companies are running MMS during those years. Whatever they wanted, they got. Nothing was being enforced across the board at MMS. Now he's just referring to the Bush years because that's the only ones he knows. Mm-hmm. But um, it does go on here uh, to talk about the Obama years. Salazar himself, this is uh, Obama's uh, appointee to take over MMS, who is going to go in and clean house, has worked hard to foster the impression that prior to um, that the prior administration is to blame for the catastrophe. Mm-hmm. In reality, though, the Obama administration was fully aware from the onset of the need to correct the lapses at MMS that led directly to the disaster in the Gulf. In fact, Obama specifically nominated Salazar, his great and dear friend, to force the department to clean up its act. For too long, Obama declared uh, Interior, which is uh, the department that uh, that MMS is a, a part of, has been seeing an append- as seen as an appendage of commercial interests rather than serving the people. It's going to change under Ken Salazar. That's all what we Obama ha- said. Yes. All we have to mm-hmm. do is get the right guy in there. Salazar took right. over the interior in January 2009, vowing to restore the department's respect for scientific integrity. He immediately traveled to MMS headquarters outside Den- Denver and delivered a beatdown to staffers for their blatant and criminal conflicts of interest and self-dealing that had set one of the worst examples of corruption and abuse in government. Promising to set the standard for reform, Salazar declared the American people will know the minerals management surface is a defender of the taxpayer. (laughs) You are the ones who will make special interest play by the rules. Now, he just said to these people that they were blatant criminal conflicts of interest, self-dealing, blah, 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 blah. Now you will uh, take these special interests and make them play by the rules. How ludicrous is that? That's because this guy understands how government works. He couldn't go in there and fire everybody. 
and sure. then hire a whole new house like you could if you had a failing company if you fe- yeah. if, if you felt that was the what you had to do right like if you were consumer reports and you found out that uh, somebody was actually buying off your uh, your your testing agents you could go in there and wipe them all out if you needed to and, and clean house but yeah. the government employees they've got their unions and their contracts and their guarantees dressed in his trademark stetson and bolo tie salazar boldly proclaimed there's a new sheriff in town. <laughs> Is this for real? It sounds so silly, doesn't it? Well, they, politicians are silly. I know. Gosh. Salazar's early moves certainly created the impression <laughs> that he meant what he said. Within days of taking office, he jettisoned the Bush administration's plan to open three million acres. Keep that number in mind, three million. In Alaska, the Gulf, and up and down both coasts. This is all over, three million all over. Offshore drilling. The um, proposal had been... Uh, published in the Federal Registry literally at midnight on the day that Bush left the White House. Salazar denounced the plan as headlong rush of the worst kind, saying that would have put in place a process rigged to force hurried decisions based on bad information. Speaking to Rolling Stone in March 2009, the secretary at Salazar underscored his commitment to reform. We have embarked on an ambitious agenda to clean up the mess, he insisted. We have the inspector general involved with this in a preemptive mode that uh, has the department doesn't commit the same mistakes of the past the crackdown he added goes beyond just codes of ethics Mm. he's tough yeah except that it didn't salazar did little to tamp down the lawlessness at ms uh, mms the beyond beyond referring to a few employees for criminal prosecution referring a few employees for criminal prosecution ending a bush area program that allowed oil companies to make their royalty payments uh, the amount that they owed to taxpayers for extracting a scarce public resource, not in cash, but in crude. And instead of putting the brakes on new offshore drilling, Salazar immediately throttled up to record, record levels. Even though he had scraped the bu- scrapped the Bush plan, Salazar put 53 million offshore acres up for lease in the Gulf. Now, he had scrapped 300 million. Three, wait, 3 million everywhere. or 300 million? You said 3 million before. 300 million. Okay. Um, I thought you said 3 million. No, it was, uh, it was $300 million and he had scrapped that, but it was all over. So $53 million offshore acres just in the Gulf um, in his first year alone to an all high, all-time high. Now, I'm not saying that I think that offshore drilling shouldn't be allowed. I don't know. I'm not an expert. What I'm saying is, is that the guy put in charge to keep this stuff under control... You know, he, he is the one pushing it. it. Yeah. He expanded it. And and I'm not an expert either, but there was just this huge accident. So it's the kind of thing that you have to wonder about, you know, so and it's really bad. The aggressive leasing came as no surprise, given Salazar's track record. The guy's a long, long history of promoting offshore drilling. That's his thing, says uh, Kieran Suckling. The, Unfortunate last name. Uh, The uh, executive director of the Center for Biological Diversity, he's got a highly specific soft spot for offshore oil drilling. As a senator, Salazar not only uh, steered passage of the Gulf of Mexico Energy Security Act, which opened 8 million acres in the Gulf for drilling, he even criticized President Bush for not forcing oil companies to develop existing leases more quickly. Hmm. Salazar was far less aggressive, however, when he came to making good on his promise to fix MMS. Even though he criticized the actions of a few rotten apples at the agency, he left long-serving lackeys of the oil industry in charge. You've been naughty, but you get to keep your jobs. The, The people that are ethically challenged are the career managers, the people who come up through the ranks, says a marine biologist who left the agency over the way science was tampered with by top officials. Hmm. In order to get promoted at MMS, you better get invested in this pro-development oil culture. 
one of the uh, Bush era managers whom Salazar left in place. Now, th- this I, I'm not going to claim to be an expert about oil, but it does seem like a conflict of interest that somebody at MMS would be a real pro oil person. I mean, they're the one who's supposed to be watching oil. Doesn't that make sense to you? <laughs> so it seems like a conflict of interest. Yeah. None of this is a surprise, but it certainly is interesting, and I'm glad you've uh, brought it forth, Mark. 800-259-9231, the seedy underbelly of regulation. There's more, a little bit more here. We're going to share that with you. Also, take your calls about what you want. 1-800-259-9231. Comment on this. Bring up anything. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website. Freetalklive.com is the place to go. And we give you a lot of features there for free. Our webcam is one of them. You can go to cam.freetalklive.com and you can watch and listen and chat because our chat room is built in the very same page. So chat with other listeners, watch the show, listen in, all free at cam.freetalklive.com. And the cam is brought to you by MemoryDealers.com. Memory Dealers is your trusted source for all your networking, memory, and telecom accessory needs. MemoryDealers.com offers the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers, including SFPs, XFPs, GBICs, ZenPaks, and X2s. They're 100% compatible with all major networking equipment manufacturers, including Cisco, 3Com, Foundry, Alcatel, and HP and up to 99% off of list price. They can even customize uh, solutions for your transceiver requirements, including private labeling. MemoryDealers.com. All right, toll-free number again, 800-259-9231. So, Mark, let's wrap this BP story up here. We've just scratched the surface of, what is it? You said a nine-page story over at uh, Rolling Stone, and you've selected a portion of it that really gets into the detail about how truly incestuous the relationship was uh, between the BP executives and the government people. But I think it points to how incestuous relationships between all government regulatory agencies. Yes. When you have a monopoly, there's nothing to stop that monopoly from uh, you know, getting corrupting. involved. Yeah, corrupting. Why would it? It's a monopoly. So, right, there's no one else out there checking. There's nobody else who is competing for uh, for services of, of you know regulatory type services. And, in the marketplace. and it's important to note that a free market isn't isn't immune from corruption, but it's not promoting it the way this monopoly situation is. If you have a corrupt regulatory agency competing against a an uncorrupt an uncorrupted regulatory agency, then with all sorts of other factors putting pressure on them, a, a media that's that where people are where speech is truly free and there're no repercussions for for whistleblowing and all that stuff. When you look at it like that and yeah, the uncorrupt, the less corrupt uh, agencies are certainly going to have an advantage, right? Uh, that's how I see it. 
One of the Bush era, uh, continuing, one of the Bush era managers whom Salazar left in place was the Salazar. This is, is the new guy that they brought in to clean yeah, it up. Yeah, that's Obama brought in and right. appointed his close and dear friend, Ken Salazar, uh, was John Grohl, the agency's director for Alaska. Shortly after the Interior Secretary announced a reorganization of MMS in the wake of the Gulf disaster, Grohl called a staff meeting and served cake director with the words, drill, baby, drill. So clearly this guy's uh, on board with the whole wow. uh, oil thing. I mean, you know, right in the yeah. face. Uh, this is, while there's oil spilling in the Gulf, perhaps this was inappropriate. Mm. I'm not saying... I don't know whether uh, it's a good idea to drill for oil or not in the Gulf. I, I suspect the technology and uh, fail-safes are good enough that it is a good idea. I don't think those fail-safes were put in place. And I don't think that the, the agencies, or the, the, the drilling companies were properly regulated. And I do think a marketplace would have regulated them better. And, and insurance companies that had more to lose because the, the caps on what uh, BP is we're going to be required to pay is what seventy five million dollars beyond cleanup costs? Mm-hmm. That's not that big of a deal. An insurance company that was on the hook for billions of dollars of of uh, damages, which certainly this disaster could be, would probably regulate these uh, yeah. these drilling platforms a heck of a lot more than the government did. Right, and the insurance company has an interest in actually regulating the the uh, company because it's separate from them and cannot really be influenced like the government can because the insurance company's assets are on the line. And so they've got an incentive to make sure this company is up to snuff. But you know, even an insurance inspector could be paid off by a, a you know, a drilling company, but the insurance company would be uh, you know they would have they would be incentivized to send different inspectors to different spots mm-hmm. and you know they would they'd be incentivized to make sure that didn't happen absolutely the government isn't incentivized to do that because nope. if they fail they get more money to be better it's true he just talked they just talked about how they're doing a reorganization we're yep. going to reorganize the whole organization obama went in fired the old mms uh, chief brought a new one in so who is it i mean the new one's just in, it's, it's just a new job opening in the, in the same new, corrupt organization yeah, new boss same as the old boss right Salazar also failed to remove uh, Chris Onyez, the top MMS official who had been a central figure in a multi-billion dollar scandal that the Interior's Inspector General called a jaw-dropping example of bureaucratic bungling (laughs) in the 1990s. Industry lobbyists secured a sweetheart subsidy from Congress. Drillers would pay no royalties on oil extracted in deep water until prices rose above $28 a barrel. But this tripwire was conveniently omitted in golf leases overseen by Onyes, a mistake that will let that, that let oil giants pocket as much as fifty three billion dollars. So, so the ones that were underneath him were getting charged the same as the ones that weren't. Instead of being fired for this f up, however, Onyes, this is Rolling Stone, I'd like to point out, <laughs> Onyes has uh, promoted by Bush to become associate director of offshore drilling, a position he kept under oh, yeah. Salazar, which is <laughs> from the Obama administration, until the Gulf disaster hit. So he didn't get it fired until ah, so it, he was the sacrificial lamb. It was after one, the fact. Yeah. It, it sounded like he deserved it, but there's a lot more people that did too. Yeah. And if they fired them all, the people that Salazar didn't fire when he went in there, and that's yeah. the reason why he should have, you know, essentially should have gotten fired for. Employees describe being in Interior, that's the department that MMS is under, not just MMS, but under the other agencies, as the third Bush term. This is the payoff line that I was coming for for the whole thing. It says uh, Jeff Roche, the executive director of Public Employees for Environmental Responsibility, which represents federal whistleblowers. They're working for the same managers who are implementing the same policies. Why would you expect a different result? 
The more things change, the more they stay the same. Did you vote for Obama, people? Did you expect change? change? Did you hope for change? Well, you're a fool. Sorry. Well, not like John McCain would have done anything differently. I mean, that's, that much that's is true. Just, your point when you're saying that is that Barack Obama is just business as usual. He's just another Democrat, just another Republican. They're all, uh, you know, two sides of the same evil uh, big government coin. And I think that the, this is brilliantly pointing out that it doesn't matter who the heads of these organizations are. They're all subject to corruption. And that's nothing is going to change ever, no matter who it is that you elect. You know, I, this is funny to me that how much it takes for someone to change their apologist viewpoints. I mean, what, and what I mean by that is you have someone who's a big Bush supporter who maybe expected Bush to shrink the government in certain areas, you know, because he's a Republican and he didn't actually do it. And they're like, well, but he's better than the other side. So they make a bunch of excuses for him. Sure, and then sure. Obama comes in, just continues Bush administration policies, is even in really big areas like the Iraq war and things like that. And and people are still making excuses for him. And <clears throat> the thing that's funny to me is. I mean, you can pretty much credit Bush with why I'm not a Republican anymore, and now I'm an anti-government person, because I saw the things changing and then things staying the same. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the same thing for me. I'm not going to say I eventually stopped apologizing. I apologized for Bush for a while. Yep. Uh, and and he's what changed me, but uh, and, and but so I had the sense not thanks. to just switch back to Democrat. I mean, I didn't just so. Oh, okay. Well, uh, uh, the Republicans are screwed up, and switch back to Democrat and start apologizing for Obama, who comes in, yeah. takes right. over, and just continues Bush administration policies, and just apologize for him. That's the point I'm trying to make here. It doesn't matter to me for whom you vote if you choose to vote. It doesn't matter because your vote doesn't matter. Nope. Statistically, it is a it is an insignificant act. Here's proof. Well, right? All I'm all I'm trying to do is show you. Look, it doesn't matter. It's it's yeah. not Democrats versus Republicans. It's the government versus you. <laughs> That's what it's always been. And it's always the government is going to grow and it doesn't matter if you put a Republican in there. The government is never going to be looking out for the common man. And it doesn't matter if you put a Democrat in there. I don't care if you put Jerry Brown with running with Dennis Kucinich. It's not going to be for the common man because it doesn't matter. Washington is built by lobbyists for lobbyists. I'm sorry. But Ron Paul can save us. Well, I, I think he'd be a superior choice. I mean, I'm, I, I'm excited about the idea that he might get in there, but... You know, I don't think he's going to. Uh, Ron Paul would also be up against all the other government he'd, guys. He'd be under the same pressure in there. All right, there's more coming up here. Uh, 800-259-9231. He'd be still hamstrung by all of the rules that the state operates by, and there would be it's limited choice what anything else. Do. More coming up. Free Talk Live. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want, even in these remaining moments. There is enough time for your phone call if you make it right now. 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line 1-800-259-9231. 
You can bring up anything tonight. It's Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. And join us on our website, freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those. And if you like the show and you want to help support Free Talk Live, you can become an amplifier for as little as 3 bucks a month. We reinvest that money into Free Talk Live. Get on more radio stations around the country. Go to amp.freetalklive.com. You get perks like the amp-only call-in lines, amp-only podcasts, and more. It's amp.freetalklive.com. Now, coming up in less than two weeks, it's time for the 2010 Porcupine Freedom Festival. The 24th through the 27th, that's Thursday through Sunday, this month, uh, people, hundreds of them, over 500 people, I believe, have already uh, registered. They've paid in, a, you know, in advance uh, for their ticket to attend the Pork, uh, Pork Fest 2010 in Lancaster, New Hampshire at Rogers Campground. Same place as last year. We had an absolute blast last year. It's a great time hanging out with hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people. Lots of socializing, a lot of activities, everything from family-style activities like a scavenger hunt, I believe, uh, will be taking place to, uh, and, and again, various different family things, too. A little more, maybe not so family-friendly, like uh, B- Buzz's Big Gay Dance Party. Uh, so there's going to be a lot going on. It's going to be a lot of fun. You can go to porkfest2010.com to learn more about the event, get a list of the stuff that's happening. Uh, you can, I think, I don't know if you can see old pictures at porkfest2010.com, but if you just go to porkfest.com, you can probably see some old uh, archived photos from the years prior to get an idea of what what the feel is like. But you really can't know until you come out what it's like to be around hundreds of like-minded, liberty-oriented people, all for the same, all in the same place. For uh, for a weekend together, it's it's a great experience. Free Talk Live will be broadcasting live, and looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing uh, old friends and, uh, and 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 meeting new people, and it's it's always a good time. So go to porkfest2010.com, get registered. It's not too late. If you're really a procrastinator, you can wait till the day of and and come out. You can come out that weekend. You just won't you won't save the five bucks on the registration fee. Uh, you can pay at the door, that kind of thing. But that's so. a, that's five extra bucks that, that the Free State Project can always use, so yeah, I wouldn't stress true. about it too much. You know? So uh, so head on over, porkfest2010.com. That's pork with a C, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, porkfest2010.com. We will see you there. Dale, you're coming out, right? Oh, yeah, all week. You're going early, too. Yeah, a lot. Uh, some people, probably more of the... Uh, some people go there for the whole week, starting Monday mm-hmm. and through the weekend and... And I'm one of those people. So you take it all the way. The official event lasts from uh, June 24th through the 27th. That's a Thursday through a Sunday. And you, that alone is a lot gotta of fun. you got to get a jump on the party in, though. Are I you going to do Ezekiel pancakes this year? Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's only for the early people. I'm only going to have right. supplies to do it for, like, Tuesday morning. Yeah. And maybe if there's leftover supplies, Wednesday morning. So if you want to so eat pancakes with Dale, then yeah. uh, you got to be there early. Ezekiel pancakes have seven different ingredients, including four different kinds of legumes, or three different <laughs> kinds of legumes, three kinds of grains, three kinds of legumes. And Isn't millet. a legume like a peanut? Isn't that a legume? Beans. A bean. oh, okay. Beans essentially are considered legume. So they're, they're dried and the flour itself is milled from uh, red wheat, barley, spelt, uh, northern beans, pinto beans, red kidney beans, lentils, and millet. Why are you shaking your head? What's going I'm just, on? I'm just la- laughing at the, uh, the, the cooking show that's going and, on. And here. that's what the flour is mil- milled from. And I mill it, like, I'll be milling it like Monday, like Monday morning oh, cool. or, or, or maybe Sunday night. So it'll be really fresh flour. Wow. So um, hand milled uh, flour going into these pancakes. I use a machine to mill it, but it's freshly milled. Got it. It's freshly milled flour and, uh, and that's what the pancakes will be made with, along with you know buttermilk and. Well, eggs if you were doing it by and, hand, it would still you know, be a. This is some... not this is not Aunt Jemima pancake mix. This is Ezekiel, <laughs> you know, homemade Ezekiel flour pancakes. So. You gonna have uh, natural maple syrup up there as well? 
I think I will, but I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna have to charge extra for it. It's like yeah. really exorbitant. It is stuff, very expensive. You know? well, that's I, one of the I cool wish things. I could just oh yeah, it comes with maple syrup. If I just say it comes with maple syrup, I have to charge more for the pancakes. Now, one know? of the one of the cool things about the Porcupine Freedom Festival, and I think it's going to be even bigger this year, is the food that's available. Uh, what what happened last year is people started coming out and bringing out their own food, preparing devices and and uh, and and elements, and making things like meatball sandwiches. Uh, one of uh, one of our listeners was was doing breakfast in the morning in a bikini where she'd cook up some eggs and uh, she'd, you know, she'd basically would fry up your breakfast for you and uh, was playing rock music while she was wearing her bikini. It was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And so it was people, out of my price range. I didn't yeah, want to see naked women. It's not really your thing to, anyway. Or, yeah, or near naked, whatever. Um, yeah, to, I wouldn't want to pay, you know. I'm just, I heard it was very good food. It was good. But I was like, I was a... I was like a budget, you know, connoisseur. But that's the kind of thing that happens is people just come up and they beat the they're entrepreneurial. They offer food, ser- food uh, services this year. Savannah Last Biscuit is coming up. We've had Mama Allie on the show here and she's talked about how down in Savannah, Georgia, she's got a 24 hour, seven day a week operation food delivery service, completely unlicensed, totally underground, totally agorist. Uh, you call her up. She sends a delivery guy out to meet up with you, deliver you the food, takes the cash, and you're happy. The food's good. And she's been doing this for a, for over a year mm-hmm. uh, and has had incredible levels of success. She's bringing the Savannah Last Biscuit operation to the Porcupine Freedom Festival. So... Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people talking. You know, there's going to be a you know a fair number of people that just kind of make lunch every day. So right. there'll be different options. Just go over to that campsite and get that food. Whatever. I'm going to bring a few snacks and... up, and that's it. I'm not going to yeah. bring anything else besides some snacks. No, I'm going to buy food. Good. I'm going to buy Absolutely. food from everybody it's else. Terrible. It's, it's a terrible idea. Terrible, yeah. terrible idea. And it's like going on a cruise and bringing your own uh, packed yeah. lunch. It's yeah, awful idea. And I and and the thing is too, a, a fair number of them. I I would even, I would speculate that a majority of the people who are selling things there will be accepting silver uh, as yes. an alternative currency. I, I would imagine you are correct about that. And uh, there are all kinds of other alternative uh, s- services being offered as well, from what I understand. Some of them I probably can't mention. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. We go to John, listening in Missouri. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Dale and Mark. Hey. Hey, John. What's on your mind tonight? Is this Ian and Ian and Mark? There's Ian, Mark, and Dale here tonight. Okay, you're Ian. I'm Ian, yes. Hey, and you're John. <laughs> anyway, I've been listening to you guys, and if I had sons, I would want them to be as awake as you are. Thanks. Do you have daughters? I might be too you old to be your too? son, but I appreciate that anyway. <laughs> anyway, listening to you guys, and I've I found a few things, and I am an avid fan of GCN, and. Uh, one thing, you know, I don't, I just want to bring this up. Maybe you'll educate me or I'll educate you, okay? All right, go for it. Uh, Katrina, you said that uh, the only ones who stayed were thieves and cops who were thieves. It's a general statement. I didn't, I don't mean that to say that everybody, uh, yeah, some people held some up people in held the. Up- in their homes, and uh, you know, they just they just stayed inside. I think you probably had running about on the streets people that were trying to save people, thieves, and cops. Does that sound about right? I'm sure there were all the thieves stayed, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people they they just don't have the means to get away. Yeah, and they did have the means to get away. They couldn't get away because they want to stay there and protect what they've got, sure. even if it lies, you know. Yeah, I was making a general statement. And I'm sorry, you're right. I should have been. I should have been more clear. 
uh, was making a general statement about the, the, the fact that it was an incredibly lawless situation. It seemed to be chaos with, uh, with a lot of uh, you know, gunshots being fired into the air and things like that. It, from the descriptions of the, the people that we had heard from, it seemed chaotic. And I, my point was to show that the reason there was any level of chaos was because most of the law-abiding people left. Most of the good folks uh, left, and that's why the criminal element was able to just run roughshod all over the place. Does that make sense? Right. And when they came and took the guns away from the people who were trying to protect themselves, that made it even worse. Exactly right. Anything else you want to share tonight, John? Oh, I got another one. All right. Why would globalists, one world bankers, want uh, illegal aliens in America? Yeah, why would they? You could could not understand that. Well, I can see why, uh, you know, people who have companies, and I think it's mostly mid-sized and smaller companies that employ uh, illegal immigrants, uh, I I think that they they would probably want them here just essentially as a second-class laborer, a a serf. I think you're referencing the conversation we had today with Alex Jones, and I'd love to have you call in tomorrow night and talk in further detail, but we are short on time. I thank you for the call. Plus, we got a really strange connection where we're getting some talk back occasionally, but thank you for the call. Let's talk to Julia in Missouri. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Julia. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Um, I wanted to just see if there's anyone from the Kansas City area going to Porkfest. I live in Warrensburg. I have transportation to KC, but I don't have transportation to the Porkfest. Here's what I'd recommend. Uh, Porkfest2010.com, there's a a forum there. There's also a forum at the Free State Project website at freestateproject.org. And both of them have Porkfest forums specifically about the Porcupine Freedom Festival. There's a ride-sharing section at porkfest2010.com, as I understand it where you can post that and other people who may be in your area may be able to step up, or there may actually already be a caravan going nearby or through your area that has already been planned that you can just kind of hitch on to. So go to porkfest2010.com, post over there at the forums, and hopefully that will help you out get up here. And uh, we're out of time. It's been Ian with you. And Dale. And Mark. Hey, back tomorrow night for the live Saturday edition. See you then online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. What if the key to achieving liberty in your lifetime was to move together with others who think like you? Liberty activists are joining the Free State Project, which is over halfway to its goal of 20,000 participants. And they're already making the move to New Hampshire. The successes are piling up and are proving the Free State Project is a real movement and no longer just a great idea. When you're planning your move, consider Keene. Keene is famous for its civil disobedience and non-cooperation, and there's plenty of political opportunity as well. From demonstrations and vigils to outreach and volunteering, there's a lot going on in Keene. Keene is also the undisputed Liberty Media capital of the world, with television, talk radio, newsprint, and more, all originating here. Though it's more than just activism, with regular social events each week. See what's happening at freekeen.com and get connected with video, audio, the busiest Liberty Forum in New Hampshire, and more at freekeen.com. That's freekeen.com.